forever. Dog. Warning. The following podcast is an exciting showcase of many innovative products that will soon be available in your home. From the Apple Newton to Earthworm Jim 2 to an Encyclopedia Britannica on your computer? Yes, it's a great big world of interventions made possible by compact computers, Kaiser Permanente, Murata Electronic Components, and presenting sponsor Jenny Nicholson, only on podcast. The Ride. Welcome to Podcast The Ride, the theme park podcast hosted by three men who are all corporately sponsored. My name is Mike Carlson. I'm sponsored by Sycamore Partners, owner of Hot Topic. I'm joined by Jason Sheridan. Uh, I'm sponsored by the Darden Restaurant Group, uh, who own fine establishments like Olive Garden and Red Lobster. Uh, I'm also, of course, our co-host Scott Gardner here. And I'm sponsored by the Fest Parker Winery, of which I am a proud member. I'm looking forward to receiving my first uh, mail uh, shipment. Uh, the first one I got, of course, when I went up there in person mm-hmm. to Santa Inez. But I'm looking forward to some nice uh, summer varietals. That's great. And uh, we're all wearing clothing uh, that we were given to, given by the corporation. Like Brock Lesnar wears Jimmy John shorts when he's wrestling. Uh, that's just how we do it. Mm, I'm wearing uh, wine is my favorite salad socks, of course, as always. <laughs> I am wearing Jimmy John shorts. I'm also sponsored by Jimmy John's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, let's just let's bring the guest in. You know, let's find out who, who she is sponsored by. Uh, folks, you know, her from her YouTube channel that has her name. It's Jenny Nicholson, friend of Podcast The Ride. She's back. Hello, I'm back. Hey. And I am sponsored by Rainforest Cafe. We're going to make a comeback. <laughs> it's going to be fine. They can pull it out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They got a couple of tent poles. Do they come back at Downtown Disney, though, or is Not that yet. ship sailed? <laughs> yeah, they haven't yet, but do you think they could? Do you think they'll mm-hmm. uh, they'll pull in a roll of sandwich? I mean, where else are they going to go? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think carbon taxes, everyone's like, oh, carbon taxes, that's going to help offset, you know, environmental damage. I think the carbon taxes are going to help bring back the Rainforest Cafe. I, I don't know about the like- actual rainforest i think the time is right for t-rex to come in there t-rex take advantage of the closure and bring in t-rex this time Mm, oh sure yeah when has the west coast had a t-rex that is their other very similar restaurant yeah it's where it's dinosaurs instead Mm. have you been i have oh the one in florida i've been most times i've been to florida Really? Oh, really? The menu you make is one of the it. same, uh, but everything has dinosaur pun names, okay. and uh, none of it's good. Yeah. But there are dinosaurs all throughout. And they are owned by the Landry Restaurant Group, who I have a very checkered history with. Oh, yeah. Who there also was a owns point. Bubba Gump Shrimp. Yeah, there was a point snafu and points controversy. Saga. When Jason, uh, we were at Bubba Gump Shrimp, and Jason wanted to gl- collect uh, points from our check for his father's Landry's account. Ooh. And when the waiter came back, he brought it and he said, Oh, you had a $25 credit on there. I just applied it to the bill. No. And Jason's face went white. They can't do that without your permission. Well, it apparently happens automatically at Landry's. His? Just like the, 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 all the City Walk happy hours like immediately shut down at six o'clock because the computers make it 
do that. His father worked hard year after year for mm-hmm. those points, and then he just took them out they from under him. More if you had saved them. Yeah. Yeah. So he and just was, so what a nice way to give back to your father. It's that's the 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 millennial version of buying your yeah. parents a home is uh, paying them in uh, restaurant points. <laughs> that yeah, sure. Yeah, Taking that's the best we can do. <laughs> we're at the T-Rex restaurant. Were the dinosaurs cool at least? Was it like did they have Um No, okay. I mean, in <laughs> my right. opinion, a mediocre dinosaur animatronic looks much better than a mediocre elephant animatronic uh-huh. because I've never seen a dinosaur so to me, I'm mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, sure. That's that's what sure. it looks like. Mm-hmm. So your recommendation is just go for the drinks at T Rex, maybe not um, the meal. No, because then you're just in the bar section. You oh, want to be right. sitting among the dinosaurs, or maybe the ice caves, which maybe. is also a section. My, oh, that's cool. My mm-hmm. experience was always uh, lean stick to the apps because the entrees were never that great, but the yeah. apps were usually reliable. Yeah, you can get like three apps and share them with your one other friend, and then you're good. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. When Dick Van Dyke was in the parade at Disneyland and I went down alone uh, to validate parking, I got a cheeseburger to go at the bar. At Rainforest <laughs> Cafe. At Rainforest Cafe at Downtown Disney. I, and don't, I didn't know they offered to go. Oh, that seems counter to their entire mission statement of it does. providing a rainforest experience. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make sense because why would you go if you're not going to get to enjoy the sights? No, certainly not for the food. <laughs> um, I ate the food on the five... And it was maybe the worst cheeseburger I ever had or had yeah. had in 10 years, maybe. How it's so, it was so bad. No, even, you could even get like a French onion soup and be like, oh, this is a bad French onion <laughs> mm-hmm. soup. I didn't know there was such a thing. Right. They're, they can screw up the easiest dish, yeah. the most idiot proof dish. Bad bread. My uh, my <laughs> friends, uh, Tyler and Kia, listeners to the show, just went to, to Disney World for the first time together. And in their trip report that I got from them, they brought up the T-Rex Cafe, which they went went into, smelled the smell, and turned around <laughs> immediately. I might be misquoting them, but I believe what they said was that it's it that it smelled like airplane Salisbury steak and a mm. hundred children all at once. That's fair. I don't you think eat your food and it's like lukewarm, but you waited mm. forty minutes for it. It's like that yes. vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, which is the, that's where food lands minutes, when it's not fresh. You're whatsoever. looking at T Rex. Mm-hmm. You're looking yeah. at an iguanodon. Mm-hmm. Which they got to do all of that stuff. So if that's yeah. what you're going... So maybe my... I haven't been there myself, but the, uh, maybe my T-Rex Cafe tip is walk in, walk out immediately. But then you don't see all the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. if you... Maybe you go in... Or maybe you go in... Pretend that you're looking for a family a family right. where you drop something. Go, My yeah. mistake. They're not eating at the place with the dinosaurs. <laughs> I don't know how they communicated that wrong. I'm sorry. They Oops. appear to be in the hot air balloon. Yeah. Well, <laughs> as you were. I, well, I don't know if you guys are Rainforest Cafe fans, but they have a jungle storm that makes all the animals go crazy every half hour or so. Yes. At T-Rex, it's a little darker. It's a meteor shower. So oh, all the dinosaurs shit. Oh. start screaming for their lives and you see little meteors on the ceiling. It's great. I mean, <laughs> what? That's so the, you're reliving the extinction over and over again? Yeah, they're caught in a loop. Oh, my God. Yeah. So hell for day, them. Some the future... restaurant at the end of the Cretaceous period. <laughs> some future race will be doing that with us with at the human cafe. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. They'll be fondly recalling the our extinction. of like Abraham Lincoln. They don't understand how time works. They, don't know. they think Abraham Lincoln was next to Genghis Khan, was yeah, next to Christian when Bale. When the asteroids start falling, he goes, four score and seven years ago. <laughs> and everyone just says their thing. <laughs> they... everyone, everyone's famous phrase, where they're dying 
saying words yeah, in, exactly. the, in the meteor shower. Aerosmith is there. <laughs> sure, uh, sure. They, they only know what they've gleaned from the parks as far as uh-huh. his significant yeah. history. Nixon was uh, the bass Allen player of Aerosmith. Heavily stylized Tim Allen is there. <laughs> it does feel like they could, like how Pleasure Island was like, you can ring in the New Year every night. This should be called the Extinction Restaurant and you can I relive it. I all of downtown Disney should be the end of the world oh. every night, which would be great. Honestly, that's not a bad idea either. It's even better than New Year's. I think this, yeah. there is at least uh, two uh, author, uh, two Cory Doctorow sci-fi novels that take place like end of the world in the theme parks. Mm. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, I I feel like that is a real... Th- I read his one book, Down and Out well, in the Magic Kingdom, about people competing whether to plus up or keep the Haunted Mansion as it is a thousand years in the future or something. <laughs> really? Yeah, this is real. That's and you can read it for free shit. under Creative Commons license because sure. he puts out all his stuff for free. I'm just talking about a Joe Rody supervised experience where we get to oh. live the end of the world over and over and over again mm-hmm. yeah that's mm-hmm. what i'm looking for that would tie into c but it's sanitized it's not like because in a real end of the world scenario people are stabbing robbing each and... other and hurting each other yeah in this yeah. one it brings people closer right uh, the improv a... actors are weeping and hugging each other at the end of the night <laughs> it might be like women, a... old women tucking their kids in like yeah, uh, they're all Titanic. Wearing different religious garb to demonstrate that they've come from different walks of life but now they're brought together by this tragedy uh, oh it's yeah kind of cath- it would probably be cathartic on Honestly. Yeah, and the whole audience is just drunk off their minds. Yeah. They're like, yeah. And then you get out and you're like, I'm alive. And now yeah. I have the rest of my life in front of me. All the bachelorette parties <laughs> there, living it up. <laughs> and then like, they all feel good about getting married. Yeah. And they're like, you know what? It's great. He's like, Ryan's a great guy. And they're like, that's everything's going to be fine. The perspective from that fake apocalypse really taught me something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is really a The good... motto of T-Rex Cafe is Ryan is a great guy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess you you can tie that all together yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so we're gonna talk event eventually about interventions if we have to i guess yeah well, let's get into uh, it let's okay let's get yeah you know what let's just get right to it we all are just chomping at the bit jumping like talk T-Rex about is. it everyone is i um <laughs> i i like If you're listening to this, you probably know what Interventions is, but just the primer, you go into Epcot Center before you get to, well, just past, I guess, uh, Spaceship Earth. It's You go left or you go right, and either way, there's an Interventions waiting for you, and it's where you go experience all the products that are coming down the pike, and in Disneyland, it was the thing in the Circle Theater uh, that now is where you go meet Kylo Ren or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. And I'm going to be totally honest with you. I didn't realize until I started researching this that it had closed. That we don't don't consider what's there now interventions. No, they took the sign down. It's okay. Gone. I no. didn't know that. Yeah. It has apparently been renamed at some point the Tomorrowland Expo Center. Yes, didn't with know that. Star Wars Launch Bay on the bottom. Mm-hmm. As and many names you can give as any many building. Names. Confu- and please shut down attractions without making it clear to me, a theme park nerd podcast host, mm-hmm. that it was closed at all. Yeah, kind of like the wonders of life being called the festival center it's always a great sign when a building is named a building first and then what's in it second you know you're gonna get a great attraction it's like if splash mountain was in like pavilion building west presents splash mountain you'd be like "Mm, 
Okay. <laughs> Featuring Splash Mountain yeah. presented by Fidelity Insurance. Overlay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I feel like we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. And if, because first off, we need to explain that Innoventions is the combination of inventions and innovation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A robot told me that. A robot told me his name was Michael Eisner. He was the head of Walt Disney <laughs> Company. Uh, look, you could see a whole making of a uh, preview of Interventions in Epcot from like 94, 93 uh, that we, I, you guys both watch this. Jenny, have you ever seen this before? No, I haven't seen that. It's on that. YouTube and it is uh, really something. Oh my God. Everyone <laughs> who speaks in it seems like they're doing so at gunpoint. <laughs> Every vice president of uh, marketing, every senior vice president of executive outreach. It is so just dull person after dull person in which I guess, I don't know, like what happened? Why did Michael Eisner think this was a good idea? I think his idea was we've got to, we've got to pimp up either Epcot or New Tomorrowland. Mm -hmm. We have that whole building and we ran out of money. <laughs> yes. What can we do not only for free, but for negative dollars, where people will pay us to put things in our park? So I think that was the driving um, innovation behind it. Well, <laughs> The real innovation. Yeah. Was, <laughs> I mean, what was there before was called Communicore, and yes. it was about communication right. I don't understand stuff. the Epcot logic. I understand the Disneyland logic, where they had a building they had emptied out. But yeah. with Epcot, why get rid of Communicore? Yeah, Communicore. Unicorn looked. I watched the uh, the Bright Sun films, like mm-hmm. you know, uh, walk through about Communicore, and I smart one robot, smart one, love smart, smart one, smart, smart, robot. Smart, smart one, yeah, smarty, smarty one. They yeah. had they seemed to start something called the Person of the Century Award <laughs> that I'm not sure if they ever finished it. Like around 1990, Communicore was where you could go to vote for person of the century. <laughs> I don't know where or how or any details. We'll get to it in the Communicore, the Communicore episode. Communicore. But I don't know. I don't think they settled it because by oh 2000, God. it had long been Interventions yeah. and Interventions uh, no longer cared who was the person of the century. Maybe they just mailed a plaque to whoever won by that point. They tallied up the existing votes and they're like, okay. <laughs> a couple of coupons. Yeah. Uh, a calendars, gift certificate. To to announce a winner. They just had to put it in like a local newspaper in a bottom corner. Like, so technically, yeah. it was published. No, it's no, no. in the Sentinel. It's in the Orlando yeah. Sentinel. Uh, but you could, and there was a census. There was a constantly updating uh, census uh, thing of uh-huh. how many people lived in the country. Uh, there was also, census. this looked really cool. You could look into the behind the scenes room with all the computers that controlled Epcot. Ooh. Um, I think Communicore was also where you had to go to make lunch and dinner reservations like you would pick up a phone there <laughs> wow i didn't know that uh, uh i forget that's a whole thing i gotta look more into that when but that was is, a novel i guess that was phone very, reservations yeah. weren't novel but i there was something or was it like a like computer touchscreen or something i think it was kind of it, yeah it was combining future world and world showcase i mean like, even together. though it is a dated concept now it would feel more futuristic if you were told like proceed to the communicore to book yeah. your dining reservation. Yes. <laughs> even true. though you have to like walk there, it would feel more high tech. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the aesthetic has aged a lot better. The yeah. Communicore aesthetic looks a lot better than You're any of the right. Interventions uh, uh, stuff. <laughs> interventions, I only got to go once before they got rid of the rest of it. It was already mostly gone. But um, it looked very today. 
I didn't even realize initially that I was in Innoventions. Oh, you at Disneyland? You're speaking specifically? No, at Epcot. Oh, oh, in Epcot. Yeah, it was just oh. a lot of modern stuff, and I did experience two things that are now gone. Also, so I'm glad I got to see these uh, Yesterworld attractions. <laughs> but I went on. Um, so three things actually one of them was an experience about how to tornado proof your home yes which that was a weather simulator yeah but yeah. it was like a game show you would vote for which one you wanted to win that you thought would withstand the storm yeah but we were only with like two other families so we were trying to throw the vote and like make the house vulnerable and it worked we got to see like the roof lift off the simulation oh and stuff. wow wow um, and then we did uh something called like fitness heroes that i think was marvel themed it might not have been and you um it was like a connect game and you had to do different exercise moves to um save a city from i want to say pollution <laughs> and <laughs> there, was, there was one other child in the room <laughs> just one very small child their parents and me and my friend <laughs> so that was good energy what did the competition uh, consist of exactly like you were just in of? place like punching and raising your arms and things or like doing kicks and then it, it would detect that you were doing that with like playstation connect type technology right and then you would see a bar going like it's working <laughs> and then you'd save the city and they would come in and like they'd teach you some chant about fitness and be like now you're all fitness heroes <laughs> uh, and the third thing was an actual good thing and it was called the sum of all thrills and it's where you programmed your own roller coaster and they would try to give you like a physics lesson about how not to build a dangerous roller coaster. <laughs> and we did the opposite of all their advice because we wanted a thrilling simulation. Mm. And it gives you like a number score at the end of how your simulation came out, like a thrill level. And I told it to the person that was putting our result in the machine. And they said, oh, that's 10 points away from breaking the simulation. <laughs> <laughs> the he named it Cloud Snake. And it was a masterpiece. It was wild. Wow. Was it was it fun to go on the simulation, though? It was. Okay. And they would tell you as they're telling you how to design your roller coaster, like, they have a green zone of like, don't make your hill steeper than this if you can. And so we'd put it all the way up and they'd be like, don't make your loop a perfect circle because it's bad for the human body. Like the inertia from it is dangerous. So we just made it as round as possible. Sure. It's good. It's not a real coaster. It's going to be fine. Yeah. Okay. So this is, this is very, um, that closed a, a couple, a few years ago. Yeah. And it was one of the newer things to open. I have all the sum of all, uh, thrill stuff, but good. I tried. Okay. So some of all, thrills the la when i was there in 2014 i tried to go on it i was very surprised i didn't really know it was there um and i i was like this this actually looks cool because you design the coaster and then you ride the coaster. it was great the line was really long but yes the line is yeah. really long because there was only two capsules on yeah. and they're on they were it on takes forever to load you in and strap you in and make it safe and, yes yeah uh, and it's only like two people per vehicle. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, it, it, when it, when it had a wait, it was very long wait. Uh, so I watched a video of the ride through. And so here's the thing I didn't know about the sum of all thrills. I knew it had a long wait because it didn't have very high per hour capacity. Uh, very quickly, you learn that the, um, uh, sponsor of this attraction is Raytheon, the weapons company. <laughs> the oh, company come on. who Are makes. Are you serious? Yes. And they say it in. They say <laughs> like the line is: "This is part of Raytheon's commitment to help inspire a new generation of technologists and innovators." Oh no! So it's all about STEM and mathematics, but is and I've made this joke on the show before, and I've heard it on other of like yeah, it's sponsored by like Northrop Gunham or, or Raytheon, <laughs> these companies that make 
make missiles. But I didn't know this actually happened. This was sponsored wow. by Raytheon <laughs> as a way to like also like, and it's about STEM. I think I'm sure they got a massive tax write off or yeah. something for it because it's, it's about for teaching children. Because it's about teaching <laughs> it's children, and like you can do this too, and maybe one day you can work for Raytheon, yeah, the missile company. And uh, like, I don't, maybe this is naive, but it can't have cost that much as no. an attraction. It didn't take up a lot of space. They had to buy the two Kuka arms, but yes. that's it. Which Kuka arms are not made by, they're, it's made by the Kuka company, yeah. uh, Kuka Roboter GmbH of Germany. Um, but <laughs> yeah, Raytheon, Raytheon also uh, most recently mentioned when uh, Donald Trump launched a bunch of missiles at an empty Syrian airfield. Those were shown to be <laughs> Raytheon, Those were Raytheon made missiles. They wow. Those made by Kuka? Of still having their ride in interventions in that case. It's a oh, shame they yeah. closed it before that. Yeah, if you could program the arm to swing you around to set the exact trajectory of the missiles mm -hmm. that bomb the warehouse. Oh, that should have yeah. been the third option because you could choose coaster or plane before you designed your thing. They should, yeah. they should have oh, had yeah. missile as a third one. And drone. <laughs> yeah. They, did the, is that the same... Was it different than the Disney Quest build your own coaster? Yes. So that was called Cyberspace Mountain. Right. And that was Ooh. just a thing. But Communicore <laughs> also had a design your own coaster. So there's always there was a history of design your own coaster in this space. And that was very like um, wireframey. Like, that looked that cool. You only so had old. a few selections. It kind of looked like, have you ever played the Tron video game? Or like the, the, like the arcade one? The old, old arcade one or the Empire yeah. Strikes Back old arcade mm -hmm. game when it was very like, oh, cool, it's in 3D, but everything is wireframe. So right. sure. Sort of the virtual boy a little bit, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wireframe-y. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, some of all thrills lasted from 2009 to 2016. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, huh. The entire Obama administration. In Pretty yeah. much. Uh, you could go to Disney World and watch a weapons <laughs> company weapons demonstration. <laughs> Luckily, there was no like tie-in comic like there was with Exxon. Where like, oh, Mickey yeah. and Donald and were like and Goofy were like Mickey was telling him about Whoa, how good the company is. This is the Patreon too. It's much more technically advanced than the t Patreon. Uh, not Patreon. Patreon. Patriot, Patreon. Patriot missiles. Jason is they make Jason Patriot is our missiles. Patreon always on the brain. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they make the Patriot missile system. Uh, I see. Gorsh. Who makes, who makes the drones, Nick? <laughs> uh, yeah, so, th so they were gone. And the last two holding on clients, uh, uh, Innova Innoventions West closed in 2015. It is mostly the Epcot character spot now. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's where you, yeah, my friends that, are just there, and they said that's where you meet uh, uh, Big Hero 6. That's what, where I meet Minnie. That's uh, where I met Manny. I mean, ran into Minnie again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it was very yeah, you've met Minnie, fresh. Minnie, yeah, well, every Minnie in Orlando kisses me. And the performer inside the suit makes a mwah noise <laughs> when they press their big snout up against the side of my face. That's but good. what I, I think next time you get kissed by Minnie, and it will be soon. Uh, you need to survey the next ten men in line and ask if that happened to them too. Okay, because yeah. if they if they didn't get a smooch, then you know it's a thing. Then I know it's a thing. Yeah, yeah it's a good point. Mm -hmm. I did. I was at, we were at Disneyland like a week ago. And uh, Minnie walked by and she was on her way somewhere. So she was busy, but she just waved at me. So she didn't. I have like a couple pictures of it. They're great photos, but she was clearly trying to get somewhere and didn't need to. She didn't have time to stop. But you also you have no idea you were far away from her 
not within the range where you could have heard the smooch sound. You should maybe so you very well could have got one. Kiss. Oh, I see. I, I was so impressed. I met Goofy uh, a couple weeks ago, and I know they sometimes make kissing sounds. They can't vocalize, but this Goofy was making like guttural Goofy voice noises. Oh. Like he would nod his head and go like, ooh, ooh, ooh. like in Goofy <laughs> voice, and it sounded on the money. And I was just like, this is incredible. But it also was weird because they weren't words. Uh-huh. They were just like weird guttural vocalizations that Goofy would make. And you know that Goofy can speak. Goofy is not a minion. They they don't like him to speak when mm-hmm. he's in Disneyland. Oh, yes. Sure, they don't sure. know what he'll say. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> he's not allowed to speak on behalf of the company. It's a legality concern. Mm-hmm. He'll, t- he'll talk about drones or Sorry, something. Yeah. He might start expressing his political opinion. Yeah. Do like don't a Tim Allen or a James Woods. <laughs> they don't need that. Yeah. Don't drink the tap water. There's <laughs> fluoride in it. Gosh. Yeah. Where, where was Goofy talking? Which part of the Disneyland? It was Disneyland? Goofy's kitchen. My family was visiting. I had not visited Goofy's Kitchen in probably like years. In the Disneyland Hotel? Maybe they put their A. Goofy at Goofy's Kitchen. Yeah, the one at the huh. Disneyland Hotel in the in the little festival center. Oh, that's okay. a good question. Convention for, center, I guess. That's actually a good question uh, because you worked at Disneyland very famously. Uh, yes. And <laughs> I, I wanted to let people that knew that feel like they knew it already, but then let yes. the new listeners know. Very nice knows. of you. <laughs> so famously very seemed like it made the most sense to me. Were there, was there a hierarchy of, of Disney performance? Did we talk, have we talked about this ever? Like, was there an A Goofy, A Mickey, hmm. and I they think, would be brought out at the... I feel like, like I didn't interact enough with characters. There actually was kind of a rivalry between guest relations and characters. I think because they were the two departments with the biggest egos. So the characters want to be like, everyone knows we have the coolest job. And then guest relations is the same way. So if you would ever interact with characters department, there would be kind of a tension I see. there. Um, but I think with characters, the main hierarchy was like face characters versus fur characters. So like the princesses um. versus Mickey and friends. <laughs> Faces um, be furs. Yeah. So I, I think that's the main hierarchy. Um, but I do know that people would get scheduled more often based on their performance. Right. Like there were, you know, princesses who were not there all the time and there were princesses who were always in the parades always doing everything some would never get approved for parades so i would imagine there was some ego going on there but i don't know with with the fur characters i always felt like they were the chill ones mm-hmm. like i i feel like the face characters are like the la people and the fur characters are the theater kids if that makes sense oh that i get i get what you're saying yeah personality wise so i feel like maybe within the fur characters there's less rivalry um, gotcha. They're all just there to have a good time. Mm-hmm. But, okay, interesting. Uh, yeah. There's kind of a union. They're more like good old boys. Uh, yeah, uh, sure. Yeah, 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 uh, uh, yeah. They, they don't have they don't have the egos from like the improv skills. And mm-hmm. although they're although there's they improv physical pretty improv well. Skills, yeah, certainly. Yeah, yeah. There's been many great improv moments i feel like when robin hood i had a target on yeah. my shirt remember that and robin hood like pointed right at oh, it and they did a whole clever. bit mm. he, he shot an arrow into your chest yeah that was the bit they yeah, were pretending yeah. to kill me yeah good. <laughs> it was great well, they loved that yeah and when Minnie improvised reaching down your pants <laughs> sure <laughs> nice. in front of all those children yes uh inappropriate Minnie. Uh, I, I i actually do wonder also like who when there's a high profile 
uh, Mickey appearance. Like when here Mickey is going to cut the ribbon of Euro right. Disneyland or is going like, to meet the Ronald Reagan. Or do the televised coronation events and things. I think it goes by seniority. And I think okay. it definitely is something they think about of like who they consider their best one. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Huh? The seniority Probably factors the ones in. that are signed off on the most areas. Like okay. for Mickey's and stuff, you would want a Mickey that does Fantasmic because I feel like that's the hardest Mickey role. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're like, I was I was watching a video of that Fantasmic mishaps that explain all of the like right. stop gap. Like if and the Mickey has to know if this thing didn't happen, you have like a backup procedure yeah, and choreography. Yeah, and he has a lot of precise marks. There's a lot to remember. Okay. Um, so maybe a Fantasmic Mickey is the one you want. Or the one signed off in the most areas, at least. I see. Is every okay, different okay. show or location, well, not location for meet and greets, but every different parade and show and everything are different sign offs. And I think some people just know all of them. Hmm. Wow. The uh, Mickey that's going to help open Galaxy's Edge, uh, they're going to let the <laughs> ravenous uh, first people in line eat him. Yeah. Uh, eat him to try and pacify So the not going to send their top Mickey in that case. That'll be the, the Mickey that started last weekend. Right. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Wow, what an honor out of the gate. They actually uh, hold separate auditions to see who the most vulnerable one is. Right. <laughs> the most expendable Mickey. Yeah. This but is the way the I want to go. The crowds might know. The crowds might know and get angrier. <laughs> they know it's a lesser Mickey <laughs> that they're feasting on. There's going to be a, yeah, they're going to, they'll find a lot of reasons, I think, to be angry that day. Sure. <laughs> this is, uh, this is as close. Wait. That's what people are That's saying. That's the prediction I've heard. But like, like a, like a, almost like. to like, get in to the land. Yeah. Right. But like, you'll, they'll let you walk around. Like, they'll give you a ticket or a. I guess I not know. a will they? Will they? I mean, that would like, make who knows? Sense. It would make sense. I mean, that's what they've done with the Harry Potters on both coats. I think you essentially get a reservation ticket. Will people yeah, then be scalping but... those and uh, fighting for they those? They can't if it's attached to a ticket, which is probably what they would that's do. That's true. Is they would yeah, attach it to good. the app or um, like a fast pass type thing. So QRs will save this historic landmark. Yeah. QR codes will save this park I from mean, being destroyed. I mean, my hot take, and I, I hate when people say they should do this with every ride because with the infrastructure of the park it literally wouldn't work to have no one wait in any lines and everyone says oh they should make it all digital and not right. any lines yeah but i think with a newly built land it would be really good if they just had the lines be virtual and they can yeah. do that because they can factor that into capacity when they're building the land right yeah. oh but you couldn't like retroactively no. take uh because snow white fire and... code is set to assume that a lot of the people in the park are going to be standing in the queues and inside the buildings so if they're all suddenly on main street it's chaos oh okay uh, interesting yeah we're the getting fire code season. info yeah yeah this is the stuff this is why the listeners <laughs> tune in this yeah. is why you're no one kidding. of the most requested guests to come back is you would <laughs> bring the fire code stuff <laughs> yeah you but just... if star wars land is new it's new land so if anything the capacity will increase slightly but they could just keep mm. that in mind right people not in the lines um we should get back to inventions but uh, real quick yes. how long would you be willing to wait like first week I mean, how long am I willing to wait for anything? Sure. Two hours. Two hours? Okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. I, I don't like lines. I, I'm just too keenly aware of wasting my time. Yeah. This is the question because time. this will be the longest wait probably anyone ever has to face yeah. in their life. I, very just, I don't know. And it's too easy also when you're local to just think that you can come back. Even if you really want to do it, you're like, I should just come back. I could uh -huh. be in my home right I now. I mean, also, I think if I had a friend who I knew was willing to do a really long wait with me, 
I would be more willing to, but mm-hmm. um, most of my friends hate lines and also don't like theme parks as much as me. Sure. So I'm sure I could not convince them to wait in even a three hour line with me and I'm not doing it by myself. So right. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so that's usually the deal breaker. Like when I go to D23, I never go in like the store line and stuff because I'm always with someone who's only kind of into it and I don't want to be like, hey, you want to stand in this taped out queue for three mm-hmm. hours for only me to buy stuff. Mike, are your ears burning super <laughs> well, I I understand that a lot of folks feel that way, and that's okay. But I think that Jason and I are prepared to wait upwards of six, seven. Are eight. you guys going to camp out? Because even no, getting in, is I won't like, camp I out. I would much that. rather we get. We did wait like a full work shift to meet Bruce Springsteen. That one. I mean, that's oh a different God. situation. It's a different situation. But this like, is we're not like meeting the real General Hux or something, you know? <laughs> no, but I would if, you wait a long time for that? No. <laughs> but I mean, think about it. If they transported a character from. From the realm of fiction into our reality, but that'd, be, that'd be something to me. But not Hux. <laughs> that's be <a> better. <laughs> that's where you Constable Zuvio, perhaps. <laughs> I mean, perhaps uh, uh, Max Rebo. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Please. Hell yeah! Anytime sure. you got me, finally. <laughs> oh well, yeah, I'll wait eight hours for Max Rebo. <laughs> I mean, meeting a robot I can haggle with is kind of like a celebrity to me. Yeah. So, and I want to do that before they turn it off. You're oh, haggle same with all the droids that wander around and the interactive ones and stuff. Uh, yeah, this, all well, that stuff yeah. that's going to go away yeah. after two weeks. That's the thing. That's the pressure to go. That's right why. Away. That's why you we're know going. they're going to stop that and and the improv training and stuff. That's all going to go yes. away. Yes, my feeling is that this the situation should be. As soon as we hear when the dates are going, we book the cheapest hotel in walking distance. And then maybe the play is not wait overnight, but the play is get there at or like, four in the morning from the hotel. Like, I don't want to say this. I mean, I'm literally saying it on a podcast. I was going to say I don't want to say this to too many people. Oh, we can but... edit it out. What just okay. happened was we just cracked how to do it. <laughs> yeah, right. And we did edit it out and we, you haven't heard it. Good. And I'm sorry. Yeah, we just can't. Them. Yeah, yeah. Jenny honestly had the best because I've tried to crack this too, but this is. I have the best idea. You have the best idea I've ever heard. Okay, oh, well, all three of us okay. are in. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm, that's a clue a little. Oh, no. Cut that out too. But, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut that out. Just bleep. bleep. You'll be part of my. Yeah. And then. Yeah. That's gonna set like people wonder what the fuck was that? Yeah, why did, and why didn't yeah. they bleep fuck when we Scott said it. fuck just now? We cracked it. We got it. Yeah, it's happening. Well, okay. all right. Yeah. Okay, so back to intervention. So let's jump <laughs> back in we? time to 1994. <laughs> yeah. So so Communicore is not cutting edge, but in in this opening special, the 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 pitch they're giving you is that this is Epcot 94 and like we need something new for Epcot 94, but Disney's history is rooted in World's Fairs and they show all these footage of amazing inventions, dynamic footage, first ever show, World's Fairs from the the, the Chicago World's Fair, the Philadelphia World's Fair, the New York World's Fair, of course they show the Carousel of Progress and they're like, Innoventions is going to be like a World's Fair Right in Epcot, and it's always changing and always <laughs> updating. And it already was like a world. It already fair. was. Epcot <laughs> itself is supposed to be a world's fair. So I don't. So and the Carousel of Progress wasn't like selling you like humidifiers. Like yeah, they weren't selling you things that were currently out. It was all speculative. Yeah, so you couldn't buy the the VR machine. But now yeah. we. So we need a place where we can actually sell you I, the VR machine. Yeah, I, mean, I think you could buy some of the GE products you saw. Yeah, they on had stage, at least one thing that was like, current. I think. 
think they had the current GE dishwasher or something. Yeah. J- Jason wanted to buy John's clothes. I wanted to buy John's fashionable sweater. Um, but a big roomy I, bathtub. I, I think it was it was more subtle. And that's what I got from, you know, the quick glimpse of like rip, trying to remember Communicore was like the corporate sponsorship was either a little more subtle. Of course, if it's phones, it's going to be Bell or AT&T. Mm-hmm. Um, it was either subtle or agnostic. There was no like sponsor for mm-hmm. like the virtual roller coaster or whatever, what have you. But we're gonna change that. We're gonna we change that. that. Money. Um, also, isn't part of the story maybe that Eisner went to the Consumer Electronics Fair <laughs> or Expo or whatever? Or CES yes. is the thing. CES is the one in Vegas. Yeah, and he he thought, well, this is so active and visual and vibrant and you look out at the i mean it's like comic-con like you look out at a room where it's a big mess there's 20 big signs and mismatchy displays but isn't it exciting and what if we could bring that vibe to the parks and let me tell you this i'm talking about this sarcastically now but when i was a kid because i think the second time i went to disney world was uh, interventions was new i bought it hook line and sinker i thought interventions was great and i spent a lot of time in there yeah well i i whatever however this was sold to me as a kid i was excited for our next trip to florida Mm. and it is primarily the character that's on jenny's socks Oh, oh, Sonic the, Sonic Hedgehog. the Hedgehog. Wait, was he there? He was oh. featured prominently in the advertising. Now, I was oh a kid God. who only had Nintendo systems. My friend down the street had Sonic, had Sega, but I was obsessed with Sonic. So yeah. what was his relation to the intervention? So there was a massive <laughs> Sega oh area God. of free games. So mm-hmm. uh, Sega Genesis, Sega uh, 32X, mm-hmm. uh, Sega... Game CD, Gear. Game, Game Gear represented. Yeah. Sega Pico. So you, so, so the, 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 it's a little educational Sega for kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was a thing? Apparently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was an Interventions. Wow. Yeah. I thought you wore those on purpose. I was like, oh, no, what a great nod know. to Interventions. I just have my Sonic Naturally socks. wearing That's Sonic pretty good. Socks. So kids, lo- we, I, me and my brother loved it because it was a massive free arcade. I mean, mm. all the hotel uh-huh. arcades at the time were pretty big and we spent a lot of time there, but these games were all free to play and yeah we were a nintendo house too so <laughs> say so sonic the x-men game the uh, was the Spider-Man x-men game, game there it, that was one of the big sega the two the x-men one, games were huge launches was that them. the x-men game where to beat it you would have had to hit the reset button at the end do you know oh, what I'm talking about? Maybe. Like little, Is that the like... Days of Future Past game? <laughs> <laughs> just a that... little X-Man humor. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I got it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm actually just trying to remember the storyline if they actually borrowed from it. I think it was it was something with Apocalypse, though. And I think at the very end of the game, in order to win, you had to hit you... reset on the actual console. That's insane. Because people were so confused because there's no... That doesn't make any yeah. sense to do that. But that was the only way you could truly beat that the game. That might have been the second one. Okay. But the first one came pretty some, early some listener like will Sega yell it at us on twitter but which i'm talking about the big deal about. was you could pick which x-men you played as. right uh, out of how many out of like all of them four or five okay that's pretty yeah good. well because the other x-men game that i've played at the grand floridian when i was a kid was that uh, side-scrolling arcade version where you could play yeah. like dazzler cyclops and they were all in their like 80s Outfits. It was for based off the pilot, based off the pilot yes. that they released on VHS, but they never made more than one of. I think I have them on my phone. It's crazy now. I used to that spend game, so yeah, many yeah, 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 yeah. Now I have it on But my I phone. beat the game. The, the machine was broken at the Grand Floridian, and I beat it with like six other kids. And it's one of the most triumphant moments of my <laughs> young life. 
because those because the games would be like you have to die constantly if it was like the simpsons arcade game or those other like there's similar type games like that where to ever get to the end you were having to just spend ten dollars quarter after quarter right unless you were incredible at it and then this one was just busted so like five allies and i one day (laughs) in the soda (laughs) shop of the grand floor whatever it was uh, beat it and that's another great theme park memory that was just unearthed Mm. huh okay anyway oh wow you like that you buried that away i hadn't thought about it in a while but i was like oh yeah they played it at disney world also now that I'm thinking about it, a Ghostbusters arcade game that I never played anywhere else other than the basement of the Contemporary. Wow. I never saw it in any Chuck E. Cheese and any other place. And we had a lot of arcades around where I grew up. But there was a side-scrolling Ghostbusters game. And I was my mind just, I lost my mind. Like, because <laughs> I never... a lot of time on these trips in our in our. I guess. I guess I now that I'm so thinking sad. about it. Did I guess. Did you go to the Starcade too? <laughs> no, I've never been to the, the Disneyland Starcade because it was gone. I remember the Starcade. And it was very lame. Yeah. Oh, I think sure. It may have had because it used to be double uh, decker. Yeah, the area that they just turned initially. into the Space Mountain line. Yeah. I think I have cool. vague memories. Of, I do of remember that. seeing the upstairs and downstairs of the Starcade. Uh huh. Yeah. Never spending significant time there. Sure. I mean, it doesn't make sense to do that. I mean, I guess these were all. This was all after hours, and I was little, so we yeah. were in a hotel. It wasn't That's like true. it was. It's like what else are you going to do? Right. Because yeah. we weren't there till midnight. Most only one park usually stays open late. I don't. Yeah. I don't even remember if they. Did that 25 and years ago? It depends on your now. parents' willingness to stay until closing, too. Yeah. Like, they yeah. tire out more. Because I feel like kids, they weigh a lot less, so their legs don't get as tired. And they also get carried for a lot of the day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, usually, aren't. it's the parents that need to call it. Yeah. And yeah. Kids aren't waking yeah. up to golf at 5 a.m. Yeah. like my dad always was. And the Disney World trips? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just we, I don't think I don't think I ever would have been to Disney World as a kid if there wasn't golf. Oh, that wow. was a celebration. I, I think oh. it, it, a legitimately great uh, uh, golf resort for. Uh, Did never you? really shouted out the golf. Uh, uh, well, we got to do an episode on the golf. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah, yeah. Would your dad do the episode on the golf? I've I have thought about <laughs> proposing that it maybe is a can of worms, but and and it and it maybe is a ticket to now on the fourteenth you get kind of like you know it kind of bends off to the right there. Maybe a Patreon. But I that's I. Have I, this thought has occurred to me. I've questioned, but now that we've said it, I'll let, unless we uh, edit this out too. But I've I have thought about proposing that, and maybe now we have to. Is do that it. the Shades of Green fun. Resort now? Um, that was Springs, one of the golf right? uh, no? things. I, Shades of Green. Yeah, that's. I forget how that's affiliated with. Uh, that was the Disney huh. Inn before. Think, oh, the Disney military. Shades of Green is but now good exclusively golfers. for military uh, oh, right. families. Yeah. Um and it's it's. Supposed to be very nice accommodations, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, lower lower prices for everyone. Mm-hmm. And you're right next to the Magic Kingdom. It is right next to the Polynesian. Oh, right. Uh, well, and we can, and, and and mainly if you don't know about the Disney World Golf, there is a sand trap that is Mickey ears. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's worth get ready <laughs> to hear about that <laughs> for an hour and a half. Hi, folks, it's Jason, and I just want to take a second to tell you about HelloFresh. HelloFresh is a meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. Each box is made up of fresh, responsibly obtained ingredients from carefully selected farms and high-rated, trusted sources. Feel confident when cooking HelloFresh with the simple recipes outlined on pictured, step-by-step instruction cards. And all the ingredients come pre-measured in handy, labeled meal kits so you know which ingredients go with which recipe. Spend less time meal planning and grocery shopping each week and get that time back to do more of what you love. I recently cooked the Korean beef bimbap bowl with zucchini, mushrooms, and carrots, and it was really good. And I was happy I did it. So... 
for a total of $60 off, that's $20 off your first three boxes, visit HelloFresh.com slash ThemePark60 and enter code ThemePark60. That's HelloFresh.com slash ThemePark60 and enter promo code ThemePark60. It's like receiving six meals free or up to 50% off three boxes. Uh, my yeah. dad did one. I think he golfed once, mm-hmm. but we were, did you go golf, golf with him or no? No, no, no. That was his yeah. free time where he didn't have to be. My dad the did the parks. same thing. I think once, I don't think it was every day. I think he did it once on like one of our trips and so maybe yeah. multiple trips. A golf at uh, Disney Paris also. And I did take time while there to go to the Disney Paris pro shop. Oh. It was very locked in 1992 and sure. I bought Disney Paris golf balls that I proudly display at home. Mm. And, uh, wow. So, yeah. All right. Hey, get ready. Golf <laughs> coming your way. We were a wow. miniature golf family. Oh, oh yeah. Sure. We played. But not really in Florida. We, we spent, we did enough of that at the Jersey Shore. We didn't need to do that on vacation vacation. Good we mini did. golf courses down there, though. And also yeah. this, this uh, uh, Pirates mini golf across the street from... Disney World. At the, oh, yeah. Right. I would like whatever to Whatever that, that. Yeah. Uh, center is. I forget. Uh, with the Perkins Diner. Um, I think Have you been? Did now. you go there? <laughs> uh, no, I've done gator golfing out on International Drive before, oh, which oh. is pretty special. And then you get to see the man fight the alligators uh, after you golf. What? Whoa! It's a what? separate ticket. He's like, if you want to see me wrestle the gators, and it was like late at night, and there were maybe only like two other groups there, and it was an elaborate show that like culminated in him pretending to fall into the water and be in danger. And I was like, man, he got all his clothes wet just for us. Like, I felt bad about it because it was a really small audience. And oh, then, like um, he didn't get to perform for 30 people. Like, yeah. was this really worth and getting And there was a for? bar across the parking lot. My friend's dad, who's a local, was visiting with us. And he was inebriated enough by that point that he's like, how much to, to let the girls in and see the gators? And the guy was like, 10 bucks each. So <laughs> wow. we walked across a shaky plank and got to go near the gators and get pictures with them. It, it felt very, like, under the table. Not yeah, safe. it seemed I, like um, that was negotiable. Maybe the it, fee. I think it might have been. He could have haggled it down. It really, seemed like an attraction that was not a real thing that was offered, but just since the promise of more money was out there, sure, he let us do it. <laughs> it was like stripper tricks or yeah. whatever. Like, yeah, this can be bought. It's not yeah. written down on a and menu he had anywhere. A lot of gators. I guess they were all rescues, so we didn't have to feel guilty about it. So sure. it's oh, a good time. Nice. Yeah, I don't. That's another. We haven't talked about golf, and we haven't talked about weird eye drive uh, attractions. Yeah, which there's I, a, have you spent a lot of time depressing. Okay, okay, sure. <laughs> um, it's but, the Florida but project. Since my friend and her dad were like locals, I think to them it's like a nostalgic level of depressing. So oh, yeah. I was through their eyes, I was enjoying it. But <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's it, you kind of just want to stay on Disney property when you're in that area. <laughs> um, Jenny, did you you mentioned Saratoga Springs Resort? Did yeah. you guys all know? I just learned this like last week. The Treehouse. Uh, suites are still there. Yeah, I'd you can love still to stay. stay in the, do you know what I'm talking about? The tree houses. You can see them on the river at certain hotels. You boat past them. Yeah, I want to say s- it like Key West. We boated past them or something. Oh, I know yeah. what you're saying. But yeah. they were in all the promotional videos, mm-hmm. like in the early '90s and they stuff. You so see, cool. they looked so cool. And um, I guess now they are part of of Saratoga Springs. Um, but it is like you are almost staying like off the as far off the grid within Disney property as you can get because like you have to drive there's a gate that closes and you oh have God. to use your room key to get to drive it so you can't get like food delivered or anything wow. um but like they restored them they look really nice but i just remember mm-hmm. as a kid going like 
God, I want to stay in those tree houses. They're really one day. cool. <laughs> I, I don't know. I always feel like torn about the Disney hotels because there are so many really cool ones. But like for what they cost and how cool they are, you feel like you should be like getting your money's worth by not leaving them. But yes. then you want to leave them all day to be at the park. So right. it's like, how much is it worth it staying at the really cool ones, or should you just stay at a boring one that has more space? So oh, to like encourage you to get up and out. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what. Yeah, like Disney. Paris, we maybe should have just sprung for one right there, but we stayed at just a Radisson that was the dullest. Yeah. Like, let's get out of here ASAP. And kind of like, I'm not going to be at the hotel. And also, my family's vacation club. So, a lot of the vacation club rooms that are the actual like suites, like for more people, are at the most boring resorts. But usually, <laughs> the family vote outweighs the fact that we should like be in the spacious one instead of the cool one. Uh, okay. Can I ask what your home resort is? Oh, I saw Lonnie, which I have no interest in going really? to. Really? Oh, yeah, interesting. I, I can't swim and I don't like the sun, so I don't see myself ever going to a Lonnie. Very fair. <laughs> Very so fair. we tried to ask if we could get a different home resort, um, but we couldn't. So we're thinking of trying to switch to a new one, like the train one or something. Yeah. I think if you get more points, you can get an additional home resort. The, uh, uh, what is a home resort? Uh, that's, so that is where, uh, like, that is your base. Like, that is, is where so, you so have to... So the perk to... of it being your home resort is if you ever need a room there, they say that you can get a room there, no matter when you're booking it. So, like, Alani, if we wanted to try to book a room, like, Christmas Eve, and it's, like, the week before, I think, in theory, they have reserved rooms for people that are their home resort. Huh. And then they just, they give it to you? Will you, you or you choose it? You um, buy, no, it's you just have to... Available for you to book. Yeah, it's available for you to book, and you I'm have saying, to like pick a home resort. Like some cost so you, more than your others. family picked. Well, no, that. it's um, you don't get to pick. It's whenever you buy into the vacation club, it's usually whichever one they just built. And oh, then they okay. keep offering that one until they've run out of rooms oh. for that to be someone's oh. home resort. Interesting. And then they switch to whatever new new one they're building. So I think in like next year, it's going to be the train one. Yeah. Where's we the were, train one? It's in Florida, but okay. I kind of like it because it's train themed, which I'm all about. Sure. So, sure. Um, yeah. We <laughs> I were... tried to ask if they were ever going to have any for the Star Wars hotel and they were like, I don't think so. Yeah. It's going to be like a cruise ship type package. So. Yeah. When yeah. we were in it in the 90s, we were at Old Key West was our, our home one. And that it, one's like, it's pretty good because at least it's huge rooms. Huge but rooms. But it's very boring. It's, it's, That's the one my family usually likes it's to It's also at. really spread out. So it takes a while to like so wait to, at like, a bus get to the stop. Bus and, and stuff. Yeah. The next time I go, I'm just going to Uber everywhere. Yes. Yeah. I did it on my last trip and I was like, oh my God, I saved like six hours a day of yeah. my life. <laughs> and now I can like park hop and it doesn't seem like a hassle. I was like, I'm never taking the buses again. It sounds easy and it sounds like a, a game changer. Yeah. And yeah. it's like $5 yeah. a ride because everything's like not that far. So. No. We in Uber terms. Yeah. yeah. Sure. We did that and it's great. And everyone's going to catch can I catch on at a certain point? Maybe we should edit yeah. this part out yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> we can't be giving these tips no, away I think for some free. Some people are like they have that forced frugality where they're like, "You mean I can spend five dollars or waste an hour? Well, I'm gonna take the free bus." And it's like that's less than minimum wage if you're thinking about like the value of your time. I don't know. Mm, I don't yeah. get it. Yeah. But I think especially like dads get in that mode where they're like, "Why would I pay extra when it can be free?" Yeah, oh, for sure. But I, yeah, I, there are certain times when, like, you got two hours to get to Animal Kingdom because they're open a little later for the yeah, Avatar or you rides. Yeah, like, food reservation and you didn't plan ahead. <laughs> and especially if like, you're leaving a park that's, like, emptying out. Yeah. 
It's you like know, yeah, you can end up waiting like yeah. two hours to get a bus to your hotel. And yeah. then they don't always stop at your hotel first. It's a nightmare. It all depends. Hmm. Um, all right, interventions, right? Interventions. Yeah. We I, was, I, back. I, I couldn't think of a segue back to it, but I forget that you could just say interventions. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's I. Yeah, the, uh, that's the segue. Does anyone have fun anecdotes about interventions? Either coast. Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, as a child, I remember. So, so as a child, I was like, oh yeah, this is Sonic's house. Sega. Yep. So I went in there. <laughs> I was like so excited because I all. I saw I didn't care about Price the new products mm-hmm. yeah no because it would be like I can play Sonic and I think when I went all the machines were taken no. and then at a certain point because this is also a phenomenon with arcades I think as, as a kid is like waiting for older kids to stop playing oh, the game because right. the older kids are also a little bossier and yeah, I was not intimidating very intimidating I was not a I was not an assertive young man mm-hmm. um, so, so I think I just stood there for a while maybe played for five minutes and then my parents i think were like we should go on a ride yeah Yeah. and that was it i don't think i've done any other interventions when when i got to california they had the house of tomorrow worse did you watch the presentation i can't remember i'm sure we we bummed around there a little you and i i'm sure for a little bit we played with the touch screens that were already way more outdated than the phones we had Mm -hmm. and they weren't Maybe it was like first, fourth, or fourth generation iPhones, and you're like, our phones are way better than these touch screens, and that's it. I think. I, I think Let's we did see. a little presentation. I think we saw some of a presentation, but I cannot tell you what it is. The technology getting outdated—a real syndrome of of this in any Disney arcade and Disney Quest sort of thing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which relates to something that I learned about also from my my friends Tyler and Kia who were just there. Uh, uh, they spent some time in something called uh, Colortopia. Brought to you, you by Gildan, yes. Gildan Paint Company, or Glidden. Oh, sorry, what is Colortopia? I don't know. Yeah, it uh, sounds familiar. That is well, one of two things hanging on in innovation. Colortopia is still. Colortopia is still there. My friends did it last week. Is it just surrounded by construction walls? I think so. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to shout over uh, uh, people jackhammering and stuff. So they were explaining it to me. And yeah, so it's kind of this paint exhibit. And it's hosted by uh, Ty Burrell from Modern Family. And they give you like a, uh, oh, what do you mean? It's very exciting. It's Mr. Dunphy. I love Ty Burrell, but I wouldn't call him an A-lister is all. Whenever any Modern Family cast member cameos in anything, stop the presses. It's a huge deal. This never happens. Uh, um, So uh, uh, my pet peeves uh, coming out of the show. So uh, uh, in this exhibit, yeah, Ty Burrell shows you how to you take like a fiber optics uh, brush and you dip it into fiber optics uh, paint cans. This already sounds really fun, to be honest. It's a, it's a, yeah. Well, they so they're describing it to me at this dinner and say, yeah, it's actually pretty neat. And you like, you know, you dip the brush and you you can combine colors and you start with primary colors and then like mix them and that shows you how to make secondary colors. And uh, uh, and my friends, you know, explaining details of this and then all of a sudden, uh, 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 Tyler interrupts and says, I don't know why you're talking about this so much. This is the worst thing we did the entire <laughs> no! vacation. This was so boring. He said that it reminded him of like a a, a flash experience that you'd find on Newgrounds <laughs> circa 1999. But if you're physically um, walking around with a magical paintbrush, it would feel like futuristic. Yes. It looks yeah. a little like the old image works. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That journey into okay. imagination. That's what it was reminding me of. And it sounds like when... a successor to it, technology-wise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Successor to the thing where you point you at Fred Flintstone's head right? and uh, uh, yeah. turn well, him into leopard print. It sounds like the thing they had at the Warner Brothers store in Woodfield Mall in Chicago, oh, Illinois. Yeah. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Aaron mentioned that, too, when this came up. Yeah, in the Warner Brothers stores, you could touch the screen and paint the Tunes character. Oh you could God. paint Taz like blue and stuff. And I, I totally loved it as a kid. Co- Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Taz with green eyes, yeah, you crazy. That's outrageous. <laughs> I, but I would do it. I would be crazy and do that wow. as a child. That's as crazy Zebra as I got. Stripes on Foghorn Leghorn. <laughs> you should. You need to go to an institution. You yeah. could spend at least a half hour doing that. that yeah, yeah, great. yeah. Oh, so yeah. I love the Warner Brothers store. We're, we'll get to. Some There's going to be a full stuff. episode on the Warner oh, Brothers. Oh, that's store. coming. Mine had like a rocket you could climb in, and you'd push buttons, and they'd make sounds. Oh yeah, yeah. There was yeah. like a, a, it was like a uh, rocket tube. Yeah, there was like a. Where's it? Like a. Mar- was it Marvin the Martian yes. themed? Okay. Yeah. You know yeah. what killed the Warner Brothers store is uh they never carried any Pokemon things at any point. Oh. They that store still existed at the height of Pokemon, and they would play the trailer for the movie in the store, and you'd walk in like, oh my god, Pokemon, oh, and they'd only oh. have like golf tees with Taz on them. <laughs> you'd be like, where's the Pokemon? <laughs> could yeah. it essentially could have been like the Sanrio it could have been the, store, the Pokemon but for Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could it have lost every other store and like the malls I went to growing up had Pokemon yeah. stuff and, and even it like was a clothing scarce. store they just have a box yeah. of the bean bags like by the register yeah here's a box of cars here's a box of bean yeah. bags and and be like oh we were wiped out we don't yeah. have any that could have saved the Warner Brothers. It could have saved store. the Warner Brothers store. Uh, okay, this is a documentary waiting to happen. <laughs> oh yeah, who killed the electric car <laughs> type? Which, by, which, by the way, I swear that was not just a ham-fisted segue. There was stuff in Interventions about uh, about G- GM did a uh, exhibit about zero emissions electric vehicles. Ooh, and, sure. and was it but, that it's impossible? Uh, yeah, yeah, like, it'll, like universe, it'll never happen. <laughs> Gosh, that sounds too hard no, no, to even no. try. Yeah, it's too hard. Like They're the never going to figure energy, it out. Like, but when we run out of these finite fossil fuels no, well it, yeah but not uh, for a really long time uh, yeah. hey don't worry about it man <laughs> it's too complicated we shouldn't think about it right now the the official mascot of interventions was a gray sedan like that is a thing i remember no, it as a was kid tom morrow well it was tom morrow but i also <laughs> well, remember a lot of gray sedans but also it's okay so it was tom morrow here on the west coast maybe we'll do like a full yeah, shift west over coast. the west well, coast but in on the east coast it was a different robot who you could see all the insides of mm-hmm. and I this saw was you alec- a video clip of him rapping you saw it. okay yes. wonderful we're talking about electronic uh <laughs> who was a clear robot and this was really cool to me as a kid because he yeah he looks totally crazy he's he just has clear a clear surface around him and wires and pistons and stuff inside because he is just an undressed animatronic like if lincoln didn't have any of his skin he would look like right. electronic if robot lincoln didn't have his skin not if real yeah. the real human abraham lincoln <laughs> yeah. uh, uh correct thank you for clarifying uh, um just making so sure everyone knows. <laughs> this was kind of this like centerpiece yeah he was almost as close as there was to a mascot of 
uh, interventions, although not to be confused with Sky Cyber Guy. <laughs> what? Who was a Motorola uh, animatronic who you could also meet in interventions, but he was only in the Motorola part. Electronic was like a, a host of the whole thing. Do you know the timeline on Electronic? Because when you sent me that video, I was wondering if Tom Morrow was just him with another head that they had hastily mm. sent to the West Coast for interventions. That sounds because it didn't correct. feel very planned, and that looked like the same body. But like, don't they all? You know, maybe it was yeah. a last minute. Maybe they're like, we know oh, we need like a we need an yeah, animatronic. Yeah, because Tom Morrow like felt like an afterthought and. Uh -huh. had such an incredible range of motion considering how little he entertained people. So, <laughs> yes, which people walk And I mean it, it in terms of time, but also in terms of entertainment value. And this so. is the one of voiced by Nathan Lane yes. that sang an update. And he had of horrible hair. Yeah, yeah, it looks like it was just like yeah, magnetic tape. Yeah, he's saying it's a great big beautiful tomorrow, but, but yeah, he had But like about hair. products you could buy. Yes, and, and I, yeah. I didn't realize <laughs> until recently that he had four different songs to preference four different pre-shows. Oh my I God. think they uh, quickly stopped running most of them because yeah. I only ever saw The House of the Future, to my knowledge. But I guess there was a sports one. Sports. There was like a communication one. I don't know what the fourth one was. Mm -hmm. uh, art, entertainment or something. There was also this little fellow in Florida. Is this Tom Morrow 2.0? Yes, yeah. Yeah, oh. and I never saw him. I saw him on eBay a little while ago. Really? Yeah, him? and I think it was the version of him they used for promotional videos and not the actual one from the park. But okay. yeah, he was in rough shape and he, he was on eBay. I how, much was, like, how much was he? A lot. Like 10 grand, I mean, 10 grand? No, probably like two grand, but like a lot for what he is. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> he seemed much more endearing. I think we could get him for, we should buy him if he's two grand. Well, he's, he's gone now. I mean, oh, somebody got him. Uh, so for like $600, you could get the Dancing Henry from the dance machine that's now a Woody. In oh, the wow. shop. Yeah. Wait, what's Dancing Henry? I don't know about this. Uh, it, I forget what the bear was called, but now it's called like Woody's Roundup and you can have Woody dance by pressing buttons. Oh. Um, it's and a, it's just a little coin operated It's in Frontierland. It looks like an old penny arcade. Yeah. There's like a there. Pinocchio version too somewhere, oh, yeah, right? there is. Or I mean, there used to be. I don't know if there's somewhere. still is. Maybe it's on Main Street, the Pinocchio I think one. that's in this, it's in the confectionary yeah, on Main is. Street. I think oh, it's I on like the right wall where just, all the you know, popcorn is. Dancing guy. So we can't move past electronic without no. talking about no, 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 no. the rap. So I don't yeah. I don't know what the full <laughs> range of what he did exactly, his full show, but I found the one that is clearly the only one to care about, which is and I don't know why, why the robot host of a computer electronic show does this, but there is a rap that he does about the recent presidents of the United States. <laughs> Wasn't like Lyndon B. Johnson in the lineup? He goes oh, back yeah. that far. <laughs> Comedy gold. He goes back yeah. to Kennedy. He kind of closes. Yeah, he makes fun of all of the stereotypes that we know about LBJ. Yeah, you can tell he's doing voice impressions. And I was like, I don't mm -hmm. know if this is what Lyndon B. Johnson sounded like. I have no idea. I only know about Lyndon B. Johnson at all because there's a robot of him at his own presidential library in oh, uh, Austin, Texas. That's pretty cool. It's pretty crazy. And you watch him tell folks stories and then you hear disembodied applause. Is it like a carousel of progress type experience? Um, it's just you can walk right up to it. Oh my god, can it's you touch it? It's just like you round a corner and then like, ah, oh my god. Can you lay your hands on it? You might, you're probably not supposed to. You could probably, you probably could. You could maybe <laughs> let him do his entire speech while just holding his I just want to feel his cheek muscles move under my hands. <laughs> <laughs> Is I, it still there? Caress his face. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Oh, yeah. well you can then. look up videos of this really insane. There'll I mean, be an I guess episode if there's about any it. part they 
don't want you to touch it would be the face. Yeah. yeah. The most precarious. The droopy dog face. Yeah. I would like that robot to be programmed to play the uh, audio tapes of the, you know, the phone call where he gives a tailor. <laughs> oh, my God. Lyndon yeah, Johnson, that's a crazy. Ta- it's like he's talking to a tailor, I think, back in Texas. of like, yeah, I just want you to take the crotch out a little old pants. Old pants were real good. It's crazy. That it's, I don't know why that so, exists. I don't know why it's, it is it real, though. At all. Did the tailor record it like for posterity? So, I don't know. I it is from I an mean, official I guess either White they House did or recording. LBJ did. Yeah, it's in the Library of Congress. He just loved <laughs> his. He loved the pants, but he wanted a little more breathing room in the crotch. Sure. And also, it's a lot more vulgar than what I am saying. Like, oh yeah, it's oh. very, very oh, coarse. No. It was oh, a coarse no. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he seems unpleasant. Um, but none of this is addressed in the rap. Uh, um, Mike, what, play... Mike, what, are, what would you like to uh, display to us from yeah, the president's I, rap? Well, I'm just going to play a second. We're, the whole thing will obviously post on Twitter, but let's just, just so you guys can get a, a hint of what is going on here. impressions of not relevant presidents no yeah and he uh, also the the um the ford one it's just a joke that chevy chased it he's like i fold down a lot or something my oh, name my. is jerry my name oh, is, is my name is jerry i slip and fall <laughs> pillows and mattresses line my wall oh yeah oh. <laughs> he gerald ford lines his home with soft things because he yeah, and out. also lining your wall ain't gonna help you too much. You want those mattresses on the floor. He buddy. might also fall sideways into things with a trajectory going. That's true. It makes sense. So you need it all around. Clearly, yeah. you've never had his problem before. Uh, yeah. uh, Gerald Ford needs to live in a in Goofy's bounce house. Yeah, it is also the same. I mean, this has been used many times, but it's a it's a Super Bowl shuffle. Very familiar. My name is blank. Right. Like <laughs> they want to make sure you understand the impressions because they can't trust you two without identifying who they're doing an impression of. Yeah. Like any good comedy act. Not that yeah. good. Yes. Yeah. Every impression should say, Oh, I'm That's how a lot of people yeah. start impressions. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, that's my favorite thing when people start an impression and, and have to say I'm and the name of the person they're trying to do. Well, we're describing the best content on YouTube, which <laughs> yeah. is I'm Stewie. Oh god. <laughs> Yeah. Or that guy. No, Seven I million say views. It. I shouldn't say it. I won't. It's, like, it's an actual YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> How can you? I, there's no way to know. I'll there tell are you after. there are 250 me. YouTubers who do Stewie Griffin impressions. Look, yeah. I'm starting shit with Tom Morrow, who technically was the mayor of Tomorrowland unofficially. Oh, was he? That's He's true. Kind of a mayor. They yeah, still yeah. mention him on the People uh, Mover. Oh, that's right. Hey, Gene, ah, Tom Morrow. Tom Morrow. So right. that's the question I have. Is that that's referencing the Tom Morrow in Epcot? I believe it is. I think he okay. was a, well, in general, I think he was a recurring character name. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. We, we came upon, I forget, did the episode come out where we sort of, because you know C, the Society of Explorers yeah. and Adventures, but we came up with another thing we think we should pitch called Space. I would love that. Like we're not Tomorrowland sure. Extended Universe. Yes. Because yeah. there are different ones. Because yeah. it does exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a lot of. Alderman in Tomorrowland 94. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of uh, 
bureaucratic yeah, right. positions. Mm-hmm. So with people like Sunny Eclipse, hmm, when Ooh. will we talk about Sunny Eclipse? Mm-hmm. Boy, that would be a great topic to address. I agree with more you. on that later. Uh, um, should we use the the animatronics as the juncture point to switch over? To West Coast uh, uh, interventions, yes, as yes. we've already talked a little my bit home, about. My home intervention. Yes, would you know uh, much more about? Yes, uh, 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 you've spent you've spent seemingly a lot of time in there potentially. Certainly compared enough compared to other people, <laughs> regular people. Uh, yeah. uh, so, to, yeah, you were you're all right. This was part of New Tomorrowland, nineteen ninety eight. Uh, one of the major parts of it and i was such a weird poisoned kid that when i read that on on disneyland.com in the computer lab in sixth grade <laughs> which is where i i spent lunch looking at uh, mm. D- disneyland.com instead mm-hmm. of uh, socializing and I, I i have a very specific memory of going to the website and saying oh interventions is coming out here well that's a <laughs> smart idea and i probably went and told that to another kid who just like snarled at me and looked away (laughs) smacked a lunch bag out of my hand uh, we went to the opening of tomorrowland 1998 oh wow really i I barely remember (laughs) it but i do remember the ceo came out and talked and then flung a bunch of like astronaut mickey bean bags into the crowd and we caught quite a few of them they tossed a lot (laughs) my my, my aunt like found one recently and she sent it to me in the mail just like i thought you'd want this so i have a mickey mouse bean bag astronaut wow that's have you tweeted that I should. Yeah, tweet I think it's it. literally we'll re- in my apartment, so I should. Yeah, we'll re- wow, we'll retweet wow. it. That's the, the, the listeners want to see that beanbag. They got to see that beanbag. Yeah. I think he even still has his like tag on because it was just one that my aunt had, so it was never played with. That's great. Um, How much things have changed? You were just encouraged, encouraged to play with that Mickey that was thrown exactly. to you as opposed to eat that Mickey yeah. uh, at an opening well, but attraction. The thing is, with New Tomorrowland, <laughs> I believe other than cosmetic changes, like moving the Astro Orbiter and things, mm-hmm. I think... I think that the only new things were Autopia and Innoventions, and I might be wrong about that, but oh. I think otherwise it was just Hun- take, honey, oh, Rocket Rods. The- Rocket Rods. Rocket Rods. Can't yeah. forget Which Rocket I wrote, I think, twice before it closed. Okay. That's wow. what I did, too. Pretty good. Or maybe twice just the ones. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And I really what liked Rocket Rods. I, you know, I, I, I actually remember that after the mega weight that I sort of, I yeah. enjoyed it more than I thought because it had been built so uh, down. Yeah. I, I remember both times we went really early, so we didn't probably wait more than a half hour, which is really nice. Oh, really? But the trick was being there when it didn't shut down. I think there was at least one time we waited in line and it closed. A hard trick to pull off, which is pretty common. Um, so you, so you're at the you're at the first day when interventions yeah. is sparkling and new. And the, the only real thing I remember about opening day was like after getting beanbags thrown at us was. Um, Walking in and being really impressed by the neon Mickey that tumbles in his astronaut gear. Oh, do they still have yes, that, or do they, they get sure they do. God okay. bless Florida it. Too, I, I loved believe. that. I was I so impressed. Where if it ever goes away, <laughs> that's when I that's when I protest. So yeah, that's I remember I like the bombs. gift shop had all these like Tomorrowland things in it, and I remember the Mickey on the wall. But I don't remember doing a lot else that day. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I have uh, vivid memories of like Innoventions, the new attraction, and being excited to find out what it is, and like you know queuing up. To go into interventions mm-hmm. and watch the pre-show and everything, um, and then it, yeah, it's really just an ad for things. Mm-hmm. I remember that right up until they're closing, they still had like 
a large section where you would play PS1 games. Like the PlayStation 1 Lilo and Stitch game. Oh, yeah. And that was I like remember that. the closing day of Interventions. They still had that. And I yeah. want to say that game is from like 2006. Sure. So oh, my God. It was so old by that point. They had some like Disney Infinity stuff too toward the yeah, end, right? Yeah, toward the end they did, which should have been an omen. And was it still called Interventions when they had like the Marvel stuff open on the top? No, then it was uh, Star Wars Launch Bay and Marvel Headquarters, I think. And that's okay. what they renamed it the Tomorrowland Expo Center. And they that put was... up on the outside cute retro looking Stark Expo posters. Oh, that's which right. Which I thought okay. was like an apt use of the space because it, it doesn't yeah. have that World's Fair vibe. Sure. But they, the contents were not interesting or good. But like mm-hmm. visually, it was a nice concept. I think there was one or two Marvel things when it was still in the It was uh, the right Thor meet and greet and then yeah. Spider Man meet and greet. Oh, I okay. did the Thor yeah. meet and greet. And, and the maybe Iron Captain Man suits. America too. Yeah, and the yeah. Iron Man suits where you could do like a con- again connect to no- technology. Yes, where yeah. it would look like it put the suit on you. I yeah. did the and Thor. Then I think send you a gif of it or something. And then the empty area where like Awesome O would come out. Yes, or... I wanted to talk about Awesome O. Oh, I please. love I love Home of the Future. I love that in their version of the future they had what was basically Alexa technology, but instead of it just being a box that you set in your living room, they thought that it would be a 500 pound four foot tall boy robot <laughs> that walks around <laughs> and it can only really do things like call people for you, order a pizza, add something to your grocery list, like literally nothing beyond what Alexa can do. But, but it has to be a fully mobile 500 pound boy and that shuffles has, around your house ominously. And he has to be next to four massive Microsoft <laughs> Surface yes. tabletops that are pushed together and yeah already out of date by and he the time knows your they voice were. and they never made it clear from like a cultural perspective what Osimo is doing when he's not doing like tasks for you mm, like do right. you think he goes on autopilot in their imagining of it and just wanders your house or do you think he stands in a corner unmoving until you acknowledge him put him in a closet put, like I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah like what is life with Osimo yeah, I it depends what how off like how often you have to charge him, I feel like. It feels like probably really often. Probably really often. So he probably or I want to un- hope that he knows himself how to navigate to a charger and plug himself in, but I'm not confident that's the case. It's I would, like us taking a nap or going to sleep. Yeah. I would like to think that he knows but he can't get there and he has to like he hold has to up come to you for help. He holds up his plug and goes, Please yeah. plug, please. <laughs> Mommy feel the Windows nine uninstalling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Edwin stands and clearly wants a walk Little or food. Awesome. Yes. I remember for a time he ran, but it happened oh. frequently enough that he would fall over backwards that they discontinued his running because no. he was so heavy and fragile that when he would fall over backwards, they were told not to move him. So they would come out with like a portable uh, curtain. Yes, they just bring a wall out. Him, which was the same thing they would do with the meet and greet Wally when he broke down. They would bring out a little curtain, like a changing screen, and just put it around him and have everyone leave. Oh, that's why he's too yeah. heavy to move. Yeah, that was the same with Wally. No. I think Wally weighed like 400 pounds or something. I so. think if you're living with Osimo, that like a dog who wants to play catch or, or play frisbee, Osimo constantly wants to show you that he can climb the stairs. Yes, and he does it really slowly, <laughs> and he's wide enough that you can't go around him. And Is he there can't something turn you need? Once he starts, can so I go up the stairs, stairs for you? Yeah. Can I fetch you a glass of water, particularly one up the stairs? And he moves like half a mile an hour around the house. His steps are so careful. 
Osimo, <laughs> it's really okay. I can run up. No, no. Yeah. Let Osimo do, do it. Osimo can climb stairs. <laughs> 45 and if he's minutes up later. And you change your mind, he has to complete the ascent because he can't turn around without falling. <laughs> like, that's too complex. It's okay. You can stop. No, I can't. Yeah. I will fall. What are do we? you have a curtain? Otherwise, I must finish climbing the stairs. What am I even doing anymore? Fuck, man. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Osimo? If Osimo cannot climb stairs, is there Osimo? Um, I I believe this was so it was called Dream Home, right? I uh, loved Dream Home. Dream Home, <laughs> yes. That's what I was talking about with the screens. Yeah, yeah, with the yeah. screens. Yeah. Sponsored the screens. by HP, Microsoft, and Taylor Morrison, a home building company. Taylor mm. Morrison. <laughs> okay. I was remember that... one time I was there and they were doing their spiel about the TV, and it was like a smart TV. This was like in the end times of interventions, like uh-huh. in the last five years. So it was a smart TV, but it was connected to Wi-Fi. And they were trying to show us the like beautiful picture quality, like the high def picture, but uh, the Wi-Fi wasn't good. So it was the worst image quality ever. (laughs) It was like 240p and there were only about like five people watching. And my sister said much too loud. It looks terrible. (laughs) And she said it to me, but everybody heard and the host had to awkwardly be like, "Uh, it's well, that's because of the Internet speed, but the capabilities of the TV are much better. So like they had to talk back to her saying that it looked really bad and I was mortified. Disneyland <laughs> uh, not great internet. Not no, great Wi-Fi. In general, still, still yeah. the hotels have gotten a lot better but the walk around Wi-Fi is, is Well even rough. the for employees the Wi-Fi is not good. Oh, there really? are several like info kiosks they kept having to move because you couldn't get Wi-Fi at them. In fact, I think right now the one on um, the pier, like Pixar Pier, it's called now, Mm -hmm. um, the kiosk used to be closer to the Incredicoaster line and they moved it across the way and now it just never has Wi-Fi. Um, And the Wi-Fi is slightly better, but now it's really loud because you have to hear Dash screaming every Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I think um, at the time that I left, everyone was begging them to move it, and I don't think they have yet. I did just go there for something, and it was something they couldn't do because they weren't hooked up to something or other. Yeah, they can't set you up with, like, a if you're handicapped and you get the return times, they can't do that without Wi-Fi, and they can't give you fast passes, they can't book anything. Basically, every aspect of their job, except giving you buttons or walking directions can't be done without wi-fi it's it's one of the few things that universal hollywood outpaces probably because they are owned by comcast an information services company mm. uh, they aren't the the, as opposed to being works. the company that tried to start go.com right <laughs> always a spotty history with disney and the internet disney tried to start go.com mm-hmm. wow yeah that was their like competitor to google or to ask G. oh my god or, yeah that's yeah. why their site is still disney Disney.go. Oh, Disney. Oh yeah. my. Is wow. it really? Like, yeah. If you, if you, you yeah, can yeah. like book a hotel or oh, um, yeah. check out the ride times and stuff, it's Disney.go.com. Yikes. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so, in other words, in 2015, Disney had a big display of poor Wi Fi and video games from 2006. Yeah. Here is mm-hmm. a take from me. Of all the things, I'll just do the, le- I'll just do, how about in my lifetime, since I've been going to Disneyland, Interventions Disneyland, I think is the worst thing passed off as an attraction. And I count 
superstar limo. I can't because oh. that's a ride. You, it is a r- stupid yeah. yes, but a ride. Rocket rods. Yeah, you did go really fast. Yeah. What is the innovate? That building is so big, a massive footprint. They 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 dare call that an attraction? Are you kidding me? If it's a if you if you list it under glorified shops, if that's the heading on the map, then sure. Worse than like I mean, and I don't think these are bad. The mm-hmm. tortilla tour. Yeah. At least you get a fondness for uh-huh. that. Yes, yeah. you get a tortilla. I, I mean, I agree. I'm just trying to throw things the out bread here. bread tour. You get a piece oh, of I, bread. Sure. The uh-huh. caterpillar. I agree. The caterpillar is... Heimlich's um, choo-choo train. No, not Heimlich's choo-choo train. The um, the farm equipment. Oh, right. Uh, Bountiful Valley mm. Farm. Bountiful Valley Farms. Yeah. You might have, have me. You might have me. corn stock yep. characters, which automatically makes it better than intervention. Yeah, yeah. Although it does Osimo notch it. Do you agree with my statement? Oh, you're statement? right. Osimo is pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it depends on if you were there in Osimo show, era. But he was not always running. Okay. Huh. Yeah. A single and he was segue. A late edition, I think too. Yeah, not so like he's still like on the he's on the Autopia now. Yeah, not doing I've much. I always wondered if those are actual Osimos who have just been disabled, or if they <laughs> or oh, if they're just. O- I think they're Osimo shells, but how scary to think that they have like a full brain and can like recognize faces and are capable of walking but not allowed to. <laughs> but I will never climb stairs again. Yeah. It doesn't move though, right? The, on the Autopia, isn't it? Or like a very little. No, it's little... bird moves. It's bird friend. Oh, the bird. bird. Yeah. Bird oh. with a Y. Okay. The, f- the most famous moving robot is on the car ride and can't, and move. can't move. I think he, one of them waves. Yeah. The one that you can see from the train waves. Oh, to yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. His head. He does like a Miss America wave. That's, that's something. It's Great. Nice. Worth keeping that attraction. Keep that forever. Keep interventions an empty husk forever. Yeah. Autopia What's is going another on? huge footprint that yes. could really be something better or at least electric. Just going to put it out there. Sure. Oh, yeah. sure. It's That'd kind of embarrassing. Nice. In Tomorrowland to have gas-powered vehicles. Well, do, do, doesn't yeah. Tokyo have electric ones? I think they do, or at I, least but they I think they cost to. a million dollars. Yeah, we didn't car. do it, and oh, I don't Jesus. remember where it is. But I, yeah, I don't know. I if mean, it was... can they get like Tesla to sponsor it or something? Well, that's. I mean, that that's my big thing because um, in Michael Eisner's pitch to to the viewing public about interventions, he said like only the best of the in their fields are going to be here. So, so I, Honda. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> Honda, GM. I mean, so at the, when it first opened, it was GM and right. Sega, and a, oh, and it was Chevron too. Initially, of Autopia, they had the Chevron yes. car mascot. Oh, that's when they mm-hmm. had the faces. Yeah, right. right, right. Um, that was mm-hmm. cool. But I always wondered why didn't they just turn Interventions over to like Apple? Turns out Apple was an original tenant of Interventions, but it was really? 1994 Apple when they were selling the Newton, their oh, version no. of the Palm Pilot. Oh no. <laughs> Uh, it was the most awkward era of Apple. The most awkward between era. Between Steve's. Uh, right. When yeah. The fewest Steve's were there. Pre-ne- yeah, and pre-next uh, when, when Steve like sold that and then came back to Apple. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that, that was very... But like, yeah, you'd think like Apple and Tesla like taking it over 
could do something. Companies like that could do something. Though probably it. best that there's not a platform for Elon Musk. Uh, yeah, I don't know no, if we need a, him in He's Disney. a rat. He's a bum. Uh, <laughs> Maybe like five years ago, Elon Musk, before people like knew really what he was like. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Before we knew any facts. Yeah, when like he, he was I, just the guy that owned a company that was doing well. And all I, I remember okay. hearing like, you know, he's actually kind of like the real life he's Iron the, Man. He's yeah. Tony Stark. Uh, no, but um, he, he loves the idea that he's Iron Man. I think there's an Iron Man statue inside of SpaceX. There's oh, also sure. one of Rick from Rick and Morty. So, you know. <laughs> but So two statues, zero unions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, we can't deny that both Tony Stark and Rick would be anti-union. <laughs> oh, yeah. A hundred, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why those are the statues. Rick does not exactly think collectively. No. Uh, this is the first episode think. of ours posted on Reddit with 796 comments. <laughs> 2,000 down votes. No. <laughs> Stay away from Rick. Oh boy, our first real death threat. <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't tell us how they're getting into Galaxy's Edge. That's um, true. This is why you withhold the information. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You have to earn that. Um, sure. Now, you, but you talk about leaders in your field. There, were, of course, there were leaders in their fields at Innoventions '98, and I'm talking about Kaiser Permanente. <laughs> Thrive. I, Thrive. Right. The second floor was health geared. Uh huh. I also remember. My first trip to Innoventions, they had uh, a tiny corral of segways, and I found that really exciting. It was the first time I had seen or heard of a segway, but I was very young, and you had to be 18 to try the segways. Yeah. So basically, anyone old enough to try them was too old to be interested in trying them. All the children wanted to ride the segways, but it was not allowed. Oh it was a liability. You there? had to sign a waiver before getting on the segment. Oh yeah, so. interventions yeah. where you can sign waivers that you've never dreamed of. <laughs> was there a wasn't the segway there was like a segway tour of California, California Adventure as well? Just a few years yeah, ago, we've talked about that yes. before. I think I regret yeah. never doing that. Mm-hmm. So that was all probably from the same batch of segways. Yeah, the same sponsorship. You're right. They would wrangle them from the corral and take them right. over to California Adventure. <laughs> the running of the segways. It was so cute. Yeah. It was like a segway petting farm. Like it was maybe like a ten foot <laughs> diameter little thing, and like. Everyone was just like having to go and then stop because there were so many segways in this tiny little circle. It really was like a Segway corral. Like they were going to round them up for branding or something. <laughs> but it was kind of eating time. Yeah, they were milling around. No you electricity. Get little pellets from a machine and have them come up to you over the fence. Bolts. Uh, um, I that's insane. I, uh, if, if I could talk about this Kaiser Permanente thing really fast, I, I, I sent you I sent you guys a, a video. Oh, yeah, um, you could I, yourself. W- the, really? The thing you least want to do at a theme park. <laughs> In front of it. Know your weight. How much do you weigh? And then it would give you like pointers on how to like lose weight. God. It like calculated what? your BMI for you and then went like, you might want to eat less carbs. <laughs> After you just like ate a churro. It's like, cool. I love this. I, oh, yeah. Wait, there. Well, there was also, confusingly, <laughs> there was also a thing that was sponsored by St. Joseph's Hospital. What? Like the Children's Hospital? Yeah. It's kind of a downer. This attraction what? was called Healthy University. That's where you could calculate your BMI. Right, right. Play virtual sports games and have a chance to see yourself 50 years in the future. Oh, no. <laughs> You're oh, fat. No. Here's what you're going to look like before look you Look what you look oh, like no. when death looms before yeah, you. Yeah, 50 years is like not fun for anyone, even if you're really young. At least yeah. if they said 10 years, yeah. maybe if you're 10, you want to see yourself as like a hot 20-year-old and be like, oh, good. <laughs> it's all going to work out. Hey, get pretty. But yeah, at no... 50 years. There's 50 no age at which years. 50 years you're going to be like, like you're looking forward to that. But 50 years gives them a huge margin for error because like... 
you no one can look at it and go that can't be right what if 50 you, years is so long what if you were 80 oh no <laughs> like so a this is a, you at 130 he just shows you the skeleton yeah. dance short uh, <laughs> that plays in the face <laughs> <laughs> um so so also there also there's a kind of Kaiser Permanente thing and I found a video about Kaiser Permanente's uh, 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 uh it was from their YouTube channel that was from uh you know Kaiser Permanente's video magazine perspectives uh Ooh. this is now posted to their YouTube channel where it has a solid 791 views oh my god and I hope it, hey listeners get up there let's get them to a thousand PTR <laughs> army let's help Kaiser thrive uh and you'll also get to see Charlie McMillan, the president of the McMillan Group, which is something that has to do with what, Kaiser. Why is he hanging out there to give an awesome type show every hour? <laughs> show us what you can do, Charlie. He can, can run. You, can you climb stairs? <laughs> um, let me just show, since you didn't see this video, Jenny, let me just show you some stills okay. of the boardroom where people Wait, was that a physical all... thing inside? Oh, that's a video. No, this is this is people brainstorming at Easels uh, the, uh, you know, what the attraction is going to be. And this is a purple plastic wall that says magnetic madness <laughs> magnetic resonance imaging and then here's the lady who's the wow. host of perspectives in front of a you like literally stock. just get an mri at disneyland yeah mm -hmm. why One were they shop. like hey think about mris always a good sign <laughs> when you're getting those. one of those People love mris I, you you not only that but you could do a a, a, a practice uh, ultrasound you could like rub <laughs> oh, the no. little arm onto <laughs> oh, something or other no. something Weird little belly, and in the frame that I have in front of me, I sent you guys the video, a video, but I don't know if you saw this detail. Well, yeah, you're looking at sort of a, a simulation of a little baby, black and white, in Aren't the womb. Ultrasounds like X-rays, where like you're not supposed to get them for fun. Like it, it's not great for you, so you're supposed to do it sparingly. It's better, I think, than an X-ray, but I don't know that it's not. I think I remember some news story where like a rich celebrity bought an ultrasound because his wife was pregnant, and he just enjoyed using it. Like recreationally, let me see that fucking He's like, kid. if we buy one, we can use it all the time. And I remember the news was very much like, this is not a thing you should have done because it's not like medically responsible to do that all I, the time. I don't editorialize very much, but I need yeah. to. I need to say something here. This Edward R. Murrow moment. Maybe it was a question of like, if you're not a licensed tech, it can be dangerous. But I don't know. The impression I got was you're not supposed to just go. Let's look in your arm. It's yeah. Disneyland. <laughs> Boy, well, I had a great day at Disneyland. I did an MRI. <laughs> I did a false ultrasound, I and I went on seven roller MRI. coasters. Anyway, can't wait to have that baby next month. <laughs> and, uh, the and very doesn't an MRI like take a long time. Yeah, I want to imagine they like put yeah. you in the tube for like 45 minutes. Yeah, I think so. Also yeah. very loud, right? Yeah. They're very <laughs> loud. Creepy noises. Yeah. I don't yeah. know yeah. if there was. Shout over it. I'm not entirely sure that there was like a fake MRI, but you could learn about <laughs> MRIs. Maybe they had like a puppet MRI, kind of like the House of the Future demonstration where there wasn't really someone on the phone. <laughs> right. So it's like the machine's not really on. But it just it screams like at you. Sound, <laughs> and then it goes, look, that's their brain. And it's like an actor. Oh, okay. They yeah. should have put Osimo in the MRI. Oh, God. <laughs> 
<laughs> what are it's you? okay. You're in here Wouldn't with that me. Wouldn't that be like putting a fork I'll... in a microwave? I feel like something bad guess, would happen. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I climbed in here with you so I could keep you company. Ah, zap, fire. Yeah. You Please. burn up too. They should have put uh, the, the old John animatronic from the Carousel <laughs> Progress in the MRI machine. See? Well, yeah. That would have been better. They would well, love that. I can't lug a turtle if I'm on my back. I can't get up. So someone <laughs> Please help me. <laughs> the 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 frame in the I'm ultrasound like that one point. That can't get up. Yeah, <laughs> after he falls down. No, Jeff. I, I the, so the frame in this Kaiser Permanente video where they're showing you the fake ultrasound. It has a big blue bar up at the top of it. Of the and children are looking at this. The big blue bar says current view genitalia. No. <laughs> this no. is what they showed in their YouTube computer video. enhance. Uh, no. Wow, mom. So that's what a baby's dick looks Why like. Why are they doing that? That's bizarre. I don't know. Interventions where you Rotate can see a 30 degrees. unborn babies. <laughs> it feels like the Imagineers had nothing to do with this. I hope not. Like, it just feels like this is a separate thing from the rest of Disney. I feel like they were involved as much as, like, a teacher is involved in a group project you might have where they, like, check in on your idea and give you gentle <laughs> guidance. And, like, the more right. lost you are, the more they step in. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> there it's a it's a nurturing role yeah. although although maybe somebody's like my proudest accomplishments at disney uh, uh, uh california screaming and uh, uh tower of terror and gotta go with the baby genitalia machine yeah <laughs> my three proud to put those on my tombstone uh, i was the one who made the choice that interventions in epcot the pathways through it would look like little roads so there was uh white white lines right. with breaks that you could pass and uh yellow lines if you shouldn't be walking on that side it added some whimsy roads roads indoors they said they (laughs) laughed me out of the room but i showed them well if you were on a segue that would make a lot more sense (laughs) it has a a division of the traffic lines Mm -hmm. right or left all the sidewalks are going to have that when segues are the new thing Mm, it's yeah, coming right. up any yeah. day now. Yep. <laughs> we're we're, we're, we're going to wake up and it's going to just gonna hap- have happened. Yeah. Wow, we're in Segway world. Tomorrowland 2020 will be the future that never was, but it was the future predicted in 1999. So mm-hmm. a lot of Segways, a <laughs> lot of like uh, in the promotional video, the, one of the intervention specials are like, in the future, your phone's just going to disappear. You won't have a phone. It'll be in your TV and yeah. your coffee maker. And you have Osmo fr- instead of a And you have Osmo. Yeah. And they were kind of right. And also they were horrifically wrong. <laughs> now our phones are like drugs that we can never be without them. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe this was a juncture point in, re- maybe we wouldn't be in all the messes that we're in if we didn't have these things and we just had little eager osimos want to climb eager stairs osimos, for us. more yeah. curved metal more curved plastics and, <laughs> and we simpler. wouldn't we're we all go out and we're not connected to each other because we're looking at our phones but if to be connected to the internet require you to carry around a 500 pound baby <laughs> at all times <laughs> um, but I, yeah we need to go this is the this is the almanac i want to go back and, and when you get. want a picture of something you say osimo take a picture <laughs> and he goes like well would you like me to take a picture of and you have to like point your finger very precisely at what he's going to take a picture of it's a three yeah. minute ordeal you have to kind of lean over his shoulder to like see what it'll look like from his perspective Port and then he aperture. emails it to you and you can look at it at home portrait or landscape yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it will be from a low POV. Yeah. I am very short. And unless a lot I of climb unflattering stairs. selfies, Instagram would have never existed. Sure. Oh, yeah. he gets just met. everyone from chin down. Like awesome mo is the solution to the selfie. Yeah, oh, but yeah. if you were using a stranger's awesome mo, it would be constantly. Uh, sorry, I security lot. How do I? Yeah, how and he wouldn't know I? how to recognize your face, so he would not yeah. focus on you. Yeah, I was not told I can trust you. You are not my owner. You I would also like it if he was just like upset when you would check and make sure he was doing something. I, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. I don't... took a few. Come on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's fine. You don't need to check. <laughs> Who are you, mom? Dad? <laughs> I am never shaky. <laughs> I'm very steady. Get off my ass, everyone. I'm tired of this. <laughs> so did you guys experience the uh, show that was in the smart? home like not only the intro show that with osimo and the interactive stuff but um they had a tiny theater you could go into right where you would go on a virtual vacation to one of three places oh oh yeah and uh, the, the walls were screens and they would pump one smell per location so if it was like a camp it would be like a woodsy smell or if it was a jungle, it would be like some kind of tropical smell or like beach smell. Hmm. And the seats didn't move. And I think there were only like five seats. It was like a single row of movie theater chairs. Mm-hmm. And then you picked your destination and they'd be like, okay, you're at a vineyard. And you'd be like, ooh. And, and then you'd leave. Is th- So is that as if... Soon you will take vacations in chairs at home. I guess they thought what... in the future. <laughs> and since you would have all your What's... walls be screens and, and buy scents. And there will be just different like vats of scents that you will keep yeah. for different vacations exactly. you want to Instead of just buying a candle, That's like you're the... gonna get a scent machine. <laughs> That's like vacations of Fahrenheit 451. <laughs> like, that and sounds like, like a nightmare. And I was always questioning the like how much of a return you get for a room with walls that are screens over just looking at a video of the mm-hmm. same image. Yeah. Like right. how much more are you deceived by bigger screens than just like you still don't think you're there. Right. No. And um, the Wi Fi keeps cutting out. Yeah. <laughs> so. And it's all low res. And it's not well, VR. If you Yeah, no, it's not. We're a, <laughs> it's we're adults, room. so it wouldn't trick us. But if you had a child and raised it in a world where they thought that was traveling. Yeah. That's so true. if you're constantly deceiving your own child into thinking they're going on vacations, mm-hmm. yeah. Then uh, uh yeah, you raise them that way. You train them not to enjoy vacations, so they make no demands <laughs> of you. Don't ever get curious about the outside world see look we just we just stepped into another room which took us to uh uh, colonial williamsburg which smelled like uh tar (laughs) so you never want you you never want to go there again Mm -hmm. i hope you want to go back because we bought at least a liter of the tar smell (laughs) and it's super concentrated so we have to go at least 60 more times unless any of you folks would like some tar scent yeah your dad got upsold on tar smell at the vacation store. A salesman really talked it up. And like if you get five at once, it's it like four of them are free. Yeah. yeah. You got to get the tar. Uh, so I don't. Future, giant I went drums. in it, I think, but my memory of it is just so nothing. I they think had it, every room. So they had like the kitchen, which yeah. was the demo. There was space, a piano in there, right? Yeah, there was a smart piano. But, I, but like people would play it as well. They would. 
I think um, I, think I the, tried playing it. The thing that made it. it smart was like the keys would light up to like a guitar hero of a piano. Experience. Yes, that's right. So if you didn't know how to play, in theory, it would teach you, which I think is a tech people buy now. Yeah, I think yeah, it is. Smart pianos. We had that. a keyboard that did that in like 1995, but it was built into a real piano. Oh, it was built into. Oh, okay. Ooh. Yeah, well, I yeah, think keyboards good. have done that for a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like you and I were in that room, and I think I sat down at the piano. Maybe, maybe I'm mixing I up my times. So. When we I were definitely there. remember. I, I remember. I remember going once in like 2012 and making the connection of like, oh, Dream Hope, like House of the, like the old yeah. House of the Future. Yeah. How cool. What an interesting throwback concept. And they did not lean on the nostalgia. They just leaned on the Microsoft. Yeah, like, not at all. Yeah. I remember being more entertained by like at some point you got like one of the light bulbs that you can change the colors on from your phone, like yeah, in 2011 yeah. or 2012. And we were all kind of like, oh, shit, check this out. And that entertained us for longer, I oh. think, than the than Dream yeah. Home. Oh, yeah, 100%. The other tech they had that was like a missing the mark kind of thing was um, they did have app-controlled light dimmers and uh, I think, in theory, like the temperature control, although obviously you couldn't actually control it in the demo. Yeah. Um, but instead of deciding it would be on your phone, they believed that in the future people would attach tablets to their walls permanently <laughs> and just go up to the tablet to control it instead of like having a thing in your pocket to control it from. <laughs> so, you know, Ooh. if you want to do the lights in every room, you have to walk to the wall switch tablet so it's not any more convenient than having a dimmer switch. I used to work at an office that had f like some tablets framed outside mm -hmm. of like common you of like conference rooms and stuff so that you could like you could just slide over on in the room. You could slide over just whether it was occupied or not, yeah. which must have just been like the photos app on an iPad. Yeah. And those uh, iPads were turned on for about two weeks, I think. Yeah. And then it's just dead. I could see it having that instead of a switch if it fulfilled like many functions. Like if it was yeah. lights, temperature, whether it's occupied, what's in it, and then maybe an app if you're lost in the building and need to know where to go. But it seemed like it only ever replaced a thing a Switch could do and did the same thing a Switch would do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think they had that. Neil Patrick Harris's character has that on an iPad in Gone Girl. And it's, <laughs> it's meant to be like, look at this insane person this who's got <laughs> surveillance and can control everything in his home from his iPad. Look yep. at this uh, uh, weirdo. A man of the future. A man of the future. <laughs> you want to be like Neil yeah. Patrick Harris and Gone Girl. Spoiler alert, he does not get to see much of that future, folks. <laughs> not the, but yeah, it doesn't work out Spoiler so great alert. for him. Um, you know, in, in keeping with uh, Interventions being the home of characters no one is fond of, uh, there was also apparently something called Body Builder. A 3D game allowing guests to build a digital human body. It featured the voice of Wallace Shawn as I mean, Dr. Oh, Bones. That's great. Oh, I mean. Well, man. I'm kind of into I wish I'd met Dr. Bones. Yeah, yeah. but nobody ever told you it was but good. But he was just nobody, a digital character? I guess so. And maybe just a voice. Uh, yeah. So yeah. if how good could it have been if nobody ever alerted you that there was a Wallace Shawn <laughs> character Bones? Only yeah. in theme parks that you could go see. Because there's no I got park scale for this. <laughs> there's no park star Dr. Bones that I have or anything. These no. are, think about this list. Electronic, Tom Morrow, Tom Morrow 2.0. None of them are park stars. Sky, no. were, they made six guy. wave, five waves of Even them. Even Sunny Eclipse Bones. is a park star. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yep. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, there's much more obscure characters than Sunny Eclipse, too, in the Who park stars. Who would you stars. say is the most obscure park star? Oh, that's star. a good question that I now feel you like... I set it up. I no, set no, it up. No. I got I, one. Yeah. Laguna Gator. 
Yes, that's oh, good. The old mascot of uh, Typhoon, Typhoon Lagoon. Typhoon Lagoon. Okay. Yeah. yeah, not the Blizzard the brother Beach guy. of uh, Is he ice no skater. longer the mascot? I think he might still be. He was so never prominent obscure. like ice skater. Not obscure. Not as obscure. Well, Wally Bogue is kind of obscure. Wally Bogue, the human man, is a he park is a park star. star. Oh, yeah. Yes, I have him. Yeah, Wally oh, Bogue, man. Abraham Lincoln, and I feel like there's one other real life person. Who's a yeah, well, Abraham I forget. Lincoln is also an animatronic. Wally Bogue is not. No, he's a man. He's, he's definitely <laughs> a man. That's what makes that really weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, you could get a Wally Bogue. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty cool. But no Eisner. No Eisner well, Park Eisner. Star. We want more Eisner merch. We That's a big Eisner thing on this Why? podcast. Uh, like for voodoo purposes? No, we like. <laughs> no, there's we a like fondness. Him. <laughs> we have a fondness for him. We have yeah, uh, the no. specials when he would introduce, you know, Didn't like. Did he just spend an hour and a half complaining about an attraction that he thought of? Yes, but. Yeah, he tried to like make himself a character like a Walt Disney and he yes. succeeded in our hearts <laughs> and we want a hundred dollar deluxe toy of him we won't stop until we get it oh like one of those super realistic ones that yeah they like, of, like yeah, Marvel like characters the, like this Adam West Adam Hot Toys Adam West yeah. Batman I have over here yes that's yeah. what we want uh, Michael Eisner are we um are we anywhere near the the hundredth episode of this show did we close determine oh, we're, we were close if we're okay this well, is if we're, uh, 80 I have this as uh, 80 in my okay. weird numbering system that's were, just for me <laughs> i'm gonna tease a little something oh i have a michael eisner related surprise <gasps> that i Whoa. will be really uh, that i will be sharing with you guys and the audience for the hundredth episode 100th wow. episode spectacular that's let crazy. that be an exciting I'm tease. about this <laughs> almost as exciting as my father being on the show <laughs> wow. a lot to look forward to <laughs> gotta edit that one out that's a surprise <laughs> yeah yeah oh shoot uh <laughs> a lot of edits in this one uh um well what have we missed you know I don't think we like I don't think we really acknowledge. Oh, I didn't enough. talk about bedroom of the future. Oh, please, yes, do. Um, which was the the final room of the house of the future, and it was like a girl's room, and it also had a tablet control, but it also had like a smart mirror where you could virtually try on outfits. And um, like clueless. Yeah, and it was very dated tech, so it it did not work well. It was just kind of a hovering image of a cartoon outfit in front of your body mm-hmm. that like kind of synced up to your movements. And um, we went in there today would be readily that. Yeah. Something that you could um, easily do. Probably on your phone. No, you could probably do an app where you take a picture of yourself and upload it to a site or something. I would imagine. But um, they also had like a computer that I think had its own game of some kind. But my sister went over to it and immediately hit uh, control alt delete, I guess, just to see what it did. And it just crashed everything in the room. <laughs> and like, so the, the mirror had like an error warning that popped up like on the smart mirror, which was obviously just a screen hooked up to a computer that was in the same system. And she was like, oh, oh, no, something happened. And I was just immediately like, we have to go. And I just like physically dragged her out of the room. I was like, I want to be out of this house of the future before someone notices that you broke it. But um, yeah, that's my strongest memory about the house of the future. <laughs> Were you worried that the control alt delete would also turn the Osmos evil? Yes. Um, <laughs> Everything's going south. Which they, no. couldn't, they couldn't really chase after you. Yeah, but if no. you were running outside and one of them was well, trying to climb stairs. they would start to jog after us, but fall over backwards. No gods, no man. Masters, no yeah, God, but it no would remember masters. my face after it looked at me. So <laughs> yeah, you're never really clear. He went awesome back though. four years later. Yeah, he as might soon like as he's lightly back on try his feet, to punch he'll you. He'll just start walking toward you and never tire. <laughs> Take this. <laughs> it's like it follows, but with Osimo. The <laughs> <laughs> good idea. He's slow, but he doesn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> it might take. It might be like twelve years, but he yeah. will track you down. And he might need a stranger to like put him back on his feet every now and then. <laughs> Please help. 
Um, I don't think we acknowledged enough that they suckered the Sherman brothers into doing a new right. Like, Did they plug- re-lyricize it? Yeah, and in this opening special that I found, they you can see them singing the new song. No. <laughs> yeah. They're still, I still assume alive. someone else redid the lyrics. Nope. They, they like, did the four we variations. He had a song about sports. He had a song about the house. I think they did it. I think they wrote them. That's devastating. You can see, I found the video. I'll send, I'll send it around. They, you can see them go, it's a great big world of interventions. No! It kind of crushes no! your spirit. It's like, I don't know. It has a vibe. It's It feels like I, I like watching the guy. And this is when they were both still alive? Yeah, yeah. That's even sadder. What if it was the one guy's last work? <laughs> it could have been. Oh, man. Maybe Although, is the sitting surviving at a piano. one the lyricist or the melody man? I think it's the lyricist know. that's still alive. Well, uh, Robert is alive. Uh, or Richard no, is Richard alive. is alive. Richard and is he's alive. the guy who played the piano. Oh. Okay. The other one's just kind of sitting there. He only, yeah, he would. Ra- he is clear, the one who clearly saw some stuff in the war. Yeah, he was the one who came back from the yeah. war and he was like injured and he. He had PTSD, right? Or something, no? yeah. Or like so. probably undiagnosed because it was the olden days. Right. And they were just like, yeah. let's get over it. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a man, you'll be fine. <laughs> but then he, yeah. Uh, Stuff it down. Yeah. But then he would come up with like some whimsical lyric about something. Yeah, he was so, the lyricist guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so like the weird, like the the stuff that makes you cry, like the, the feed the birds kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Like, well, so the reason I asked is because that is sadder. Because the only one that really had to redo anything for Innoventions was the lyrics guy. Oh. So it may well have been his last work. Oh my God. We have if to look into that. If it was the last work of the Melody Man, I'd be like, well, he already wrote the Melody, so it's not sad. Right. No, they did that musical, right? <laughs> Didn't they? Wasn't there a Chitty Chitty Bang Bang musical that oh, they did some no. new songs for? Oh, yeah. Really? Maybe that's right. Like a stage right. musical? Like a stage. Yeah, like yeah. Like I ran right. at the West End. You're right. You're right. have run long at the West End. Yeah. <laughs> I forget. Yeah. But, yeah. They, what, but what a nice way to go out to like write. You know, the, about like <laughs> there is terms. a man named Doctor Bones. Oh, you can no. find him just beyond the future home. Oh, I don't think I don't think those no. were there, Maybe pretty good. Phones. That would have been pretty. Oh good. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Your phones disappear into TV. <laughs> <laughs> now go try some virtual reality. reality. Ooh. The example they showed in I, one of the specials of virtual reality was the Mar- magic carpet ride. Oh yeah, there the was magic this, like. Uh, but it was going the Disney, very slow. The Disney it, Quest one. It, well, it looks like a primitive version of the Disney Quest one that goes. And they had very that in California. Slow. I think it was in Orlando. I also oh, don't yeah, know. Yeah, because I don't remember that far. at all. But that sounds good. Mm. Um, the uh, my other favorite thing of of the opening spot is when the the guy who was the representative for Sega says <laughs> the phrase in the most mon- monotone voice. The Sega experience is going to be overwhelming. (laughs) (laughs) We might just have to do a commentary track for that special. That's that's a good idea. You know, I wrote down who that guy is. Tom Kalinske, who's a major figure in Sega history. I didn't look into it too much, but like if you apparently the book uh, Console Wars, which now I do want to read. Yeah. He's he's responsible for a lot of Sega innovation, inventions, including the Scream. He like pushed the Scream. This is our Sega. Oh really? This he, I don't know if he thought of it, but he's the guy who's like that is our hook. <laughs> Sega. That so that boring idea. guy was the guy who thought <laughs> but it's of memorable. Sonic no, and pushed Sega. That's what's memorable. 
Not that's, the scream. That's I memorable that, too. Wait, well, that's no, when it, that's oh, when it boots up. Turn on. That's when you turn it yeah. on. And, okay. Yeah. That's the Genesis startup sound. Oh. I, I think they dropped. Well, it I'm dr- that you're discovering now that I didn't have a Genesis. That's oh, why okay. I know None of us were okay. Genesis kids. Mm-hmm. I had a Genesis. I, I, I had a Genesis. You said you were a Nintendo. House. House. I was a Nintendo. Hey, but that was our six. We we so we got. I think when I was like in second grade, we got Nintendo. Okay. See, all Thank right, you. Lindsay was Lindsay a Genesis, a Genesis kid. kid, and she is proud. In fifth grade, I think we got a Genesis, and then when I was in seventh grade, we got an N sixty four. We always got the systems when it was a little into the li- like a couple mm-hmm. years into the life right. run when you would Just get like at least Disney two sure. games. Yeah. Well, sure. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we had, and then eventually once my brother, my brother was very good at saving his money to get new games and Mm -hmm. systems and stuff. And that's when I sort of faded out from, from video games, checked out a bit. Did anyone have a Dreamcast? No. No, but I loved playing the demos in store. Like they were good about getting those demos Mm -hmm. in stores and I would love to play. What was it? Knights? Knights? Yeah, Knights. uh, The first Sonic Adventure had a great demo. Yes. First level and the cool cut scene with like chaos breaking out of the building and you'd go, what's that? Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Good for Sonic. Hmm. Um, any uh, any closing thoughts about interventions before we before we wrap it up? I mean, what what can you say about an attraction like interventions? Real? I mean, what would we? How would we plus it up? I, how I was, would that we? That was gonna be my question. What would yeah. you guys do if you got um if you were in charge of the new interventions project? Well, you guys mean you don't like Spectacular brought to you by Murata Electronic Components? <laughs> <laughs> the the <laughs> one thing. Two uh, current clients is is the. Uh, Colortopia and then Spectacular. Interventions West entirely closed in 2015 and they claimed they were going to do something with it. Mm-hmm. Nothing has really happened. I believe that you some of it is still in there behind the scene. I think you can see it on uh, the YouTube channel for that Backdoor Disney account, an account that oh. seems to constantly be having a very yep. normal one, very regular. Uh, yep. <laughs> just a balanced guy. Just really stuff. Uh, everything seems great over there. He's definitely in like a great time in his life. It's <laughs> having a normal one all the time. <laughs> so, but yeah, a lot of the '90s kind of design stuff still hanging out in there. So, who knows what'll happen? Oh, interesting fact I learned. This is probably more for the Communicore one. Those buildings were built so high because they blue sky early on. We're thinking about putting a people mover, oh. connecting them where you could look down wow. into the exhibits. So Please, oh, oh yeah, that would have taken taken it up a real. So, much. I think that like an actual. <laughs> like more science driven because I think like Cornell University did sponsor some exhibits at some point so a more science and academic and non-profit driven one I would be interested so in. So is that I, what you would do if you could decide? More science. Yeah, more science stuff and a people mover to oversee it all. My, uh, I, more Sonic is what I say. Mm. Sonic the Hedgehog. You know yeah, why make, can't they get Sonic? Make all of the things Sonic. So it's a health <laughs> exhibit but it's Sonic and you're like running and then you could see Sonic and Tails or mm-hmm. Amy who was Amy a character? Yeah. Yes. Is that Amy Rose? Amy Rose, yes. right? Come on, Mike. I, well, I forget because I stopped playing. I'm a big Sonic fan, big but the I cat could show up. I, those are we the characters. Big the cat. Big the cat. I'm only tangentially familiar with that when they introduced all those characters. Wow. So mm-hmm. I know. Look, I'm an old school uh, rotor guy from the Archie comics. Right, I the read Walrus, right? The Walrus mm-hmm. and uh, Sally and what was uh, it? The little fox with the uh, Colonel's Antoine. outfit on? Antoine. <laughs> I was Bunny Rabbit. 
Yes, I was way into that. I was way into the ABC cartoon. Antoine was definitely the weirdest concept. Yeah, he wore like a little general's outfit. He he was a Frenchman and his character trait was that he was a coward. Yes. He was a one joke (laughs) character and they always had to like phonetically write out his French accent. I'm sure they really just busted so Vi- a gut. <laughs> right. So Vichy France exists in yeah. the Sonic canon. <laughs> uh, uh, funny Sonic cartoon or dark Sonic? Oh, dark cartoon. all oh, the dark. way. Yeah. yeah. Funny, yeah. I didn't yeah. care for that much. And there no, was a yeah, lot of the, like... The Sonic Saturday morning one where everyone's getting roboticized. Yes, oh, AB yeah. was dark and they're I really liked it. Fighters. They were both Jaleel White voiced. Mm-hmm. Um uh, but I think, yeah, put all the characters, you can meet all the characters, theme all these like loose corporate things to whatever Sonic to and his character. Corporation. Fantastic. Ooh. Now you got me in there. Maybe it's a little chintzy, but it's tied to an IP that I love mm-hmm. and it's done deal. I, I'm into it. Son- it goes Sonic. Oh, wait, well, let me tie it to an IP I love. You Ooh. said Jaleel White. This, this is one fact that I missed that Interventions was the home of the Invention of the Year contest in the Disney World episode oh. of Family Matters. This was the <laughs> no. first public demonstration <laughs> of the transformation machine that turned Steve Urkel into Stefan Urkel. Oh. Laura broke off a piece <laughs> so that uh, he would stay stuck Stefan Urkel. Uh, uh, but they, so, you know, this the, the, the machine had only been used in, in, uh, in the Winslow's basement or wherever... Or Urkel lived. Mm-hmm. This is the first public demonstration of it. This is science history. This is so pop culture history. Epcot. Yep, the first wow. place. And he ended up. Uh, David Lander uh, from Laverne and Shirley uh, <laughs> challenged it. He had a suitcase car, which initially worked better. People did not believe that the transformation machine was real and really worked. Uh, uh, in a, a, a really uh, stirring, emotional two-parter, eventually, spoiler. Uh, uh, Urkel bests David Lander and wins the contest. So, <laughs> so if you you'll carve out a little bit of Sega for me uh-huh. to constantly tribute. Uh, uh, Would it be an animatronics-driven dark ride conveying the story you just told us? Hell yeah. Yeah, it could be <laughs> a blue ride because it's, again, the moral is it's better to stay the way you are and never leave your home. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Oh, like you mean like so it's like a little like morality tale. Yeah, like, but now uh, Urkel's singing at the end. It's hmm. better to stay the way you are. If and also like uh, doing the Snow White witch effect, but a fun version Ooh. where you're looking in a mirror and it's Urkel, and then he turns and, and he it's turns Stephane around, Urkel. And, yeah, and you see and the he, back of normal Urkel. And instead of th- you know shoving an apple in your face, he's offering you a rose, Ooh. a rose, <laughs> a rose for you, my lady. Stefan Urkel's famous catchphrase, of course, yeah, yeah. So. Put that in. I want Stefan Urkel presence, and if okay. not, burn it to the ground for what? insurance no, money. No. Except for the Electric Umbrella restaurant, which I like because it looks like a 90s Edwards movie. Oh, okay. Lobby. It's sick. Uh, yeah. yeah, we can all agree on that. Uh, I, I have two ideas for what Go to for do. it. Yeah. Okay. Both for California. Um, my first idea when I didn't know what I know now is I, for a long time, wanted uh, the Interventions building to become the new Q building for something utilizing the people mover track yeah because it used Mm -hmm. to load from the building that's now buzz lightyear so Mm -hmm. they couldn't use that anymore so i was like that's plenty of space to put like a big wraparound queue and loading bay on the upper deck and it's attached to the people mover track already yep um but then i found out that a the people mover track is no longer complete it has a big chunk out of it Mm. at the buzz lightyear building um but they could rebuild that but the bigger issue is that it's uh no longer to code and they'd have to totally redo all of it to ever use it again so um 
um, if we're going with the actual budget that might be given to an Innoventions project, Mm -hmm. I would decide that in like Florida's Tomorrowland, my favorite thing, uh, which is now gone, (laughs) is um, all the set dressing things like the electric palm trees, the Mm -hmm. robot newsy, the the phone of the future. So for me, I'm taking a a page out of the Mickey Mouse house in Toontown and doing the equivalent of that, but for like fun future ambiance. And that would just be the interior of Innoventions is different scenery of fun futuristic things that are also photo ops to appeal to the Instagram generation Mm. who likes yeah. to go to those pop-up museums and take pictures with everything. Would, and if it's something more involved, like a ball pit or something, there's like a line for it. But otherwise, you just wander around and take pics. I feel like so this nice. is probably a silly question to ask. Would push the trash can be there? Yes, of course. Great. <laughs> of course. I'm on board. And then, you know, one room could have like a single animatronic of like Sunny Eclipse type that's maybe performing or something. Sounds good to me. And maybe this is a good time to say. Well, did Jenny have two ideas? Oh, yes. That was the second one. That was, oh, that was the second yeah. one. The okay, great. The Q. Line, mm-hmm. And it's the a perfect. The second was this pop up. Perfect. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, perfect you maybe already. We, I'm sure we already said this on Twitter as you hear this, but if you want to hear more from Jenny, we are doing our first ever park hopper. <laughs> uh, if you if you want to hear more, uh, you can head. You can hop over to the second gate, our Patreon, mm-hmm. where you will hear us talk about. Sunny Eclipse, a long-awaited top, something we've wanted to talk to you about for a while. Yes, and I always want to talk about it. Yes, <laughs> I think this will be uh, uh, this will be an easy, breezy go for us to talk about Sunny Eclipse, who, if somehow you don't know, the character, uh, the <laughs> lounge singer alien in Tomorrowland in uh, Disney World, who plays in the, in the hamburger restaurant. Yes, in Cosmic Two Rays. empty crowds. Uh, uh, yes, uh, I'm often so excited empty. to yes. talk about him for a while. So that so that that to say that. If you head over to the Patreon, then this is not the end of Jenny Nicholson uh, uh, this week. Uh, but for this specific episode, Jenny Nicholson, you survived podcast the ride. Um, thanks for being back. <laughs> Much appreciated. Any any time, really. The, and what for a such fun a good conversation topic as well. Oh, thanks for bringing it to us. <laughs> I know. Uh, I was yeah. pulling for interventions. Yeah, yeah. I, well, <laughs> yeah. You very, got it. Very on board. No complaints from us. That was a uh, uh, that was a blast. Oh, wait a second. Uh, and if you listen to the Patreon first and you're hearing this second, mm. uh, uh, thank you. <laughs> I don't have any. Yep. Uh, Just well, a reminder that Interventions is a portmanteau of invention and innovation. Sure. Uh, Jenny, do you want to exit through the gift shop real quick? Plug, yes. uh, plug all your plug. stuff. Yes. Let me exit through the gift shop. Um, I'm Jenny Nicholson on everything, mm-hmm. on Twitter, on YouTube. That's it. Okay. Watch my stuff. I do funny videos about sometimes theme parks, sometimes movies, sometimes uh, just miscellaneous things I want to talk about. Sure. Yeah. That's great. You do. Yeah. You do great stuff. Yeah. My and, channel uh, doesn't have a theme anymore. It's just whatever I talk about. That's great. Right. Yeah. yeah. Why? Yeah. Don't don't box yourself in. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Uh, um, so uh, and and for us, as we said, go to patreon.com slash podcast. Right. Especially right now, because exciting stuff's happening right now. And otherwise, check us out on Twitter or on Facebook or on Instagram mm-hmm. uh, or there's a Reddit uh, where things are happening. Uh, and uh, anything else? No, I think that's it. We're good. Great. Sounds good. Uh, all right. Uh, see. Hey. Uh, we hope you hop parks. We'll, we'll see, see you, you at, the other, at the second gate. Bye-bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced Dog. by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. 
For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.